the NHL and NBA playoffs are in full swing. Baseball's back and going great, unless you're a Cubs fan. The NFL draft just wrapped up, and pretty soon we'll be getting ready for the season in the fall. If you want to know more about these sports, the teams you care about, and the players you cheer on, be sure to check out Belly Up Sports at bellyupsports.com. You won't regret it. Baseball and whatever, with your host, Justin McAwee. Because I was on campus and I had to appear like I was one of the cool kids, I would put the Star Wars book inside one of my textbooks so it looked like I was just studying for class. All right, look, there's only one return, okay? And it ain't of the king, it's of the Jedi. Vincent Francis Jankowitz IV. I'm a glorified fact checker. Last I checked, the most runs in a game wins. Actually, I am a fact checker. And Greg Probst. If you look at most Bond fans' movie rankings, they have Casino Royale and Majesties in their top two. For me, these actually rank in the bottom part of my list. I mean, I love them, but they don't compare to Diamonds Are Forever. Stop getting Bond wrong! Hey everybody, this is Justin from Baseball and Whatever. Vinny and Greg are here. This is episode 53 of Baseball and Whatever this week. Uh, right now, we are going to talk about the Cubs and Sox uh, series that just took place. The two-game series, which I don't know what the hell MLB is doing. Why would you schedule a Crosstown series in a cold yeah, that was May <laughs> midweek? Uh, oh, Rob Manfred, I can't stick that. But anyway, was shit. Thank Mercy. you. Thank you. So we will, we will be getting to that. And we just wrapped up an interview. You will hear it at the end of this episode with Brad from the Pesky Report, where the three of us and he uh, preview the upcoming Red Sox and White Sox matchup, a battle of epic proportions. Not really. Um <laughs> Both teams suck right now. Uh, and I literally just stand on the side and take pot shots at both teams. Um, so if you are interested in the White Sox and Red Sox upcoming series, be sure to tune in um, for Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. We might have a Dallas Keuchel um, appointment for TV, depending on how he, if he pitches or if he's DFA'd, which a I know Greg is hoping. is an order. Oh, boy. Uh, and that's our whatever for this week. Next week, though, we will be back, hopefully, to our regular format. If you haven't already done so, please go check out our interview with Herb Lawrence of CHGO and 670 The Score and Locked on Sox podcast. It was an awesome interview. If you've ever listened to Chicago Sports Radio, you should probably know who Herb is. Uh, great guy. A lot of fun. So, Herb, thank you. And for my hockey fans out there, uh, we had Jake Hahn for the third time from Sirius XM NHL Network Radio. And Mayo Media, uh, he does some bet shows for them, some gambling and bet shows, I should say. Uh, we had him on to talk about his lovely Toronto Blue Jays, and we made our hockey picks for the playoffs. And I am here to inform you that Greg has turned into a Calgary Flame and Tampa Bay Lightning fan. Go um, Calgary! Go, go! What's, a Flame? What's, no, I don't. Hey, what, hey. What's their team? What's their team name again? <laughs> the Flames. The Flames. Thank you. Go Flames. Yeah, that's right. True story. Oh. They were originally from Atlanta, and when they moved from Atlanta, they never changed their name. They just kept. They were the Atlanta Flames, and they they kept Calgary or they kept the Flames name when they moved to Calgary. But Atlanta Flame out. 
Just yeah, like and the then Falcons. Atlanta got another hockey team in the early 2000s, and they lost that one too. That one went to <laughs> Winnipeg. So there you well, go. Really quick, I did buy NHL 22. Look I know I you. told you guys this, but I did not uh, tell the world this. And by the world, I mean our very 7.99 on Amazon. Seven, correct? There we wow. go. That, that, I mean, that's a come on. That's a fucking. That is a steal. steal. I mean, the season's over, but steal. I believe this year they implemented a roster vault, so you could download old. Well, I don't know if it means anything to you, but you could download the old rosters from. It does mean something, does it? Okay. That that is very important. Roster vaults are done by very important people that are dedicated to their love It only took EA Sports. How long has MLB The Show done a roster vault now? 10 years? Just about. Yeah. Now, see, that is that is upsetting. If this is the first, you say this, this is the, the first, first year? year EA Sports has put okay, a roster vault in the NHL, the NHL series. That is, they, it's been around forever. It's so. good that it's here. But that is a fucking travesty. Yeah, like it took so. this long. So, all right. Well, let's officially kick off the show. Enough of me complaining and bitching. Uh, episode 53, we need to recount some famous and infamous number 53s of Chicago sports. Uh, I have two. First Ooh. one, Cubs. I'm going to go with the one, the only, Rich Hill. Yeah, baby. Uh, <laughs> Good job. We, we reference him multiple times in our interview with Brad from the Pesky Report because he is a Red Sox now. And for the Blackhawks, the Bulin Wall himself, Nikolai Javi Bulin, nice. who uh, played really well with the Hawks in his first go round, left, came back, was over the hill at that point. He got hurt, and I believe they took him out to the back and shot him dead because I have not seen him in about 15 years now. So there you go. Oh, geez. Blackhawks. I'm assuming he went back to Russia. I don't know where he's at. But. <laughs> so, so that is the only two I have. Uh, <coughs> Greg, if you want to try and see if Vinny will stump you, I don't know. Oh, you stole you stole my Cubs one, actually. He's, oh, no. he's, the, he's the only one that's clicking right now. Uh-oh. But for the White Sox, oh, White Sox, I have yeah. a few. I'll go ahead. Go I'll ahead. say no, Wellington, no, Wellington Castillo, I think, was 53 too, wasn't he? Hey, he was also, there we go. He was also seven for them, too. Oh. He switched it up, too, one year. I think his last year. Okay. Um, but, yeah, you are right about that. There we go. Um, for the White Sox, I had... My man, Melky Cabrera. Hmm. I had, oh, remember this guy, DJ Carrasco? I love DJ Carrasco, I do. Dude. He was a guy but on ML, uh, MVP 04. I somehow would always end up with him oh. on my team. I don't know how, but. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Dying over here. That's amazing. Um. Oh, God, I had one more. Uh-oh. God, see, oh, man. See, we're doing you everything guy? back. Everything We're doing backwards it backwards today. today. Yeah. You know, Ooh, this one's a long one, too, I'm sure. For, for the White Sox. For, okay. I said Melky Cabrera. I said it was a guy. DJ it was Cresto. right after Melky Cabrera. Cabrera. Right after Melky Cabrera. Yes. Uh, well, technically, Pitcher? he was still on the he was on the team during the same time. He played or they have him listed on baseball reference 2012 to 2019. 2012 oh. to 2019, he but wore 50. Melky Cabrera played from 2015 to 2017, so I'm sure he gave up the number between that span. Oh, I know this guy. I freaking know this guy. He's a pitcher, right? Uh, it sounds like, yes, he's, I think he's a pitcher. He, it, oh, no, it's not, it's not, um, it's not Zach Putnam. He's, it's, he's um, a pitcher who threw left-handed. Okay. One-time All-Star. This is going to kill with me. The White Sox, the Angels, the Twins, and the Mets. He this, had 
Hector Santiago. Thank you very much. He's, I was like, what number did he switch to? He switched to 21 that one year because he stored Don Cooper's number. I was trying to track the numbers and shit. Ah, Don Cooper. He, also got, he was the first one ever busted for sticky substance. That's and I was right. at that game. He was on the Mariners. I was oh, at that, that game. Oh, that was him? That was him, yeah. Oh, gee. Wow. My man, Hector Santiago. Yeah, I was at that game. I was at the Goose Island Bar, which I don't think exists anymore because they bring in that Coors bullshit now. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that was him. <laughs> that was him. Oh, man. You um, missed then, it, too. I well, I saw. I did catch it on the mic. You actually texted me. I think I said this I even did. on one of our episodes. You're the one that texted me. He's like, "Girl, you're witnessing history." I'm just like, "Be ear," and then I see you. I read your text, and I was looking. I'm like, Bleh. I'm like looking at the scoreboard. I'm like, "Oh damn, they're, you know, they're they're checking him out. They were inspecting him." So yeah, Hector Santiago. There he goes on the tip of my tongue. So, um, I think Jonathan Stever was 53 too. Might have been okay. Oh, Good that's job. A, that's that's all I remember. Any yeah, other okay. games more recently? No. Um, no. Caleb Frere. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Caleb Drew Frere, no. Anderson. Most recently. Oh. Give him a fart, right. Vinny. Give him a fart. Yeah, that's what I think of that guy. So. <sighs> that's other all I have for them. White Sox. Dennis Lamp from eighty-one to eighty. Three lamb. I love lamp. Like I don't. I don't know. I know who Mike Lamb is. I don't know. I've never heard of Dennis Lamp though. Dennis <laughs> Lamp. Yeah, nineteen eighty-one to nineteen eighty-three. Eighty-three. Sound issues here. Um. Uh, yeah, that's not not a whole lot uh, for else. White Sox. And okay. uh, oddly enough, uh, Melky Cabrera was in the lineup uh, when they played in uh, Camden Yard. Or was it Camden Yards? Yeah, the game. Yeah, with, uh, was he, yeah. nobody, nobody was there. Was yeah, the yeah that would that would have made sense. So wow. made sense. him and uh, Emilio Bonifacio. Yes, Emilio Bonifacio. I love that love guy. That he guy. Was freaking terrible, but I love right? that guy. So, hmm. all right for the Cubs. Uh, Let's see, Taylor Davis, backup catcher. You guys remember yep, him? Yeah, I do yep, remember, him, yep. remember him. Yep. Trevor Cahill. Yep, remember him too. Oh, reliever. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, not a whole lot here. Um, no. See, I got a bad. I thought Trevor Cahill was thirty-five. I mixed. I mixed them up. Nope. There you go. Yeah, not a lot. That was about it for the. That was about it for the Cubs. 80, 80, or 98 to 99. Kurt Miller. Doesn't ring a bell. Well, I know Doesn't Damian ring. Miller. I don't know Kurt Miller. Oh, Damian Miller. Miller, the catcher. Yeah, yeah he was 20. Yeah. So, yeah, okay. not, a, not a whole lot there. Um, going on to the Bears. You guys got any Bears 53s? Um, oh, I have none. Uh, what? No. Uh, there's there's quite a few. There are some. Why? Yeah. Why are they not clicking right now? Like, why they're, does they're kind of they're they're not good players. <laughs> they they were guys that showed up on I think special teams and were backups. Okay. Like I'll probably know side. these. Na- I'll probably know these names as soon as you read them. Go ahead. All right. Um, <laughs> just recently in uh, 2021, Arlington Hambright. Oh my god! Oh, That's hit. what a name. Name. What name. Offensive line. I think he was an offensive lineman, wasn't he? Or was he, did did he play defense? 
trying to, I thought he was could an have been the line. Yeah, offensive tackle. <laughs> he was an offensive tackle. Ladarius Mack was 53. I remember that guy, yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah, Khalil Mack's brother. Not nearly <laughs> as good as Khalil. Uh, John Timu. You guys remember John Timu? Yes, I do. Yep. Yes, I do. All right. Nick Roach. Nick, no, Roach, yep, Nick Roach, yep, yeah. Nick Roach, good yep. backup guy. Uh-huh. Um, one of the more notable ones that this name did not cross my uh, radar: Warwick Holdman, ninety-nine to two thousand three. No, no, don't remember okay. him. Okay, and nope. then uh, let's see here: Dante Jones, nineteen eighty-eight to nineteen ninety-four. No. Nope, no. Nope. And then Jim Purnell, nineteen sixty-four to nineteen sixty-eight. Okay. No, sir. No, nope. Nope. Yeah, he went to high school in Evanston, Illinois. So Boo. He went to college at while uh UW Wisconsin. So okay. nice. Yeah, there we go. Um all right. Yeah, for Bulls? The, the Bulls. Yeah. You guys got anybody? No. I feel like there's probably like one random dude. Yeah. There's nobody that there's nobody. I mean, they're all okay. random, but yeah, nobody no that one, you would no know. one of significance. Oh, Joe God. Klein, uh James Ooh. Edwards. Cliff Levingston and Artis Gilmore. Artis oh. Gilmore played in 77 to 88. I feel like I remember seeing Cliff those... Levingston's name on the banner when I'm at the United oh. Center for one of the 91 to 92. So he was okay. on the championship. championship. Team, yeah. uh, okay. Yeah. I was like, okay, yeah, I would have no point of reference. None of those there. guys. Yep. Any other, black, the, any other black? Any other Blackhawks? Yep. Reese Johnson, most recently. In uh, prospects. I believe he got a call up. I don't know if he's on the team right now. Or well, it's over. But yeah, I don't know if he's. <laughs> it's, 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 it's over. It's over. <laughs> I love the way you said that, Justin. It was perfect. Right? I know it was unintentional, <laughs> but it said everything. That should be a soundbite. It's <laughs> yeah, over. It's over. Right? It could be the end of the show. You just said everything right there. That was great. <laughs> In 2016, Brandon Mashinter. Oh yeah, he was a fourth line, kind of an enforcer. Didn't didn't stick around much, very long. But yeah, B- Brett McLean. Yes, Brett McLean. 2004. Yes, I want to say he was like a third or fourth line center, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, I, that does ring a bell. And Sean Williams in 1992. That does not ring a bell. But he would have been. Yeah. That would have been the Stanley Cup team when they lost to Pittsburgh in the Stanley Cup final. So. Um, I want to where Sean William Scott got his name from. It might be. And did you know that? Only to be on Goon 20 years later. So, right. Great movie. Great movie. Great movie. We need to get (laughs) together and watch that and slap shot again. Oh, yes. Last time was Vinny's wedding. Vinny's wedding. Greg and I sat and watched Topper's Pizza. And then our wives just fell asleep while we watched and literally said the the movie line for line. (laughs) Such a great. Can you guys movie. stop for saying the lines for trying to sleep? And I think Frank's <laughs> response was no. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, shut up, you goddamn meathead. <laughs> oh, that was Reggie Dunlop, dear. Not me. Old, old time hockey. Old time right. hockey. Eddie Shore. All right. Um, Eddie Shore. Piss on Eddie Shore. <laughs> It's not old time hockey. All right. Uh, before we just start reciting the whole movie of Slapshot. Uh, uh, we do have one comment this week on YouTube. Nobody called in. No text. Well, Greg did text in a few, but it was from, I think, last week. And so just getting out feelings. Just getting out feelings. Yeah. So, Come on, uh, text line. Hit, hit it up a little bit. Hit it up, I, yes. I, I can't uh, be the only one here. 913-808-3278. Leave us a voicemail. Leave us a text. We'd love to have you. Um, but we do have uh, one email. Uh, so, Greg. and I'm sorry, not email. One YouTube comment. Greg, take it away. Speaking of YouTube, up to 90 five subscribers hello yeah uh, like share subscribe 
What? I mean, five away, getting close. We're getting close. Getting close. I'll get that custom URL. Yeah. Um, but of course, I mean, who else, who else is going to be besides our guy, glucosamine chondroid and glucose count always count himself. on him. uh he chimes in we love glucose uh blue jays questions jake call jake really quick we need yeah, we'll have to we'll have to uh, you know what we will we will tweet at jake and see uh get a response for you glucose and, yes yeah uh how is teoscar hernandez doing i thought he was hurt but on his way back and is kevin biggio hurt or going to be great like bachette and Vladdy. Ooh, I think the plan was for Biggio to be on that track, but I don't think he's yep. kind of lived up to that yet, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know if that's a blue guy. Currently, uh, hold on, let me pull up baseball he's reference. agent for them or something, hasn't yeah, he? Yeah, now they have him down here as second base, third base, and right fielder. Yeah, you too. Yeah, he can play a bunch of places. All right, but, so uh, I can't tell you if he's hurt at the moment. I That I don't know, but I can tell you he's had 23 at-bats the entire season. He has one hit, a 40 Three batting average, two fourteen on base, and a forty three <laughs> slugging. So, so glucose. I'm gonna pull a George Costanza risk management thing on you. Was like, why don't you tell me <laughs> how Kevin Biggio and Teoscar <laughs> Hernandez are doing, and then get back to us next week, my friend. Uh, so that's not be good. <laughs> yeah. Put it that way. <laughs> I'm hoping that means he must be. Maybe he's hurt. That's why he's only got twenty three yeah. at bats. But uh, I don't know. I don't know. So he, nice will, uh, though. as a, as of May 4th, he is scheduled to begin rehab assignment at triple a Buffalo on okay. Thursday. Well, maybe that's why he kind of bottomed out there. The way he had around. COVID. So, Oh, well, hopefully he doesn't have the, was it long term, long COVID where you yeah. get like the lung problems. So. All <laughs> yeah, the best. Hopefully he doesn't have that. So. All right. Yeah, those um, freaking Blue Jays again, man. They're just, I, they just, they just look, they still look better than all other baseball teams on television. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not going to lie. So, uh, if you're familiar with 47 brand, I love their hats. Um, and they had a anniversary sale last week. So all their hats were like 60% off. So I bought a couple snapbacks and I bought an easy fitted hat. And now I have $15 in like reward points thinking about buying a blue jays hat i don't know greg do it. jake's kind of got me on the blue jays bandwagon a little bit talking Dude, i'm about him, to, so. i'm about to down myself in flame shit man or that's what they call that's Calgary true flames flames yes, that's that's what what they they i still don't know <laughs> yeah that's right i'm gonna I'm buy a, myself some i'm about flame to buy shit. a bunch of flames apparel i'm gonna put like those again? i'm gonna put like those gta san andreas flames on my low rider aka my dodge ram and roll like that you like go. calgary bitch so <laughs> it was like jesse from uh from um what's it called breaking oh, bad exactly Calgary. Yeah. Yep. all right a uh, special guest on the podcast yeah, really quick I need, to go. I need to sleep oh she needs to go to sleep okay, oh good night avi <laughs> <laughs> well on that note should we get nuts for greg i think he's got one hot take for us one little take. Greg's hot takes. Now you want to get nuts? Come on. Hell yeah. <laughs> All right. Want to get nuts? Come on. Let's get nuts. So, real quick before you get going, Greg, uh, I was watching Seinfeld randomly, and that episode came up. I had no idea it was from that episode where he takes uh, Susan's parents. So, yeah. Out yeah. To, yeah, the Ross is up to uh, his yes. house in the Hamptons. It doesn't exist. And this one of that is one of the <laughs> greatest Seinfeld moments. Why did when you he make cracks. me keep going? Yeah, we don't like we you. We don't like you, George. <laughs> and the actor, of course, is Lucas Giolito's grandfather. So yes, we're already going to tie right. into the show to bring it all back um, together. So, Greg, what's your hot is take? When, 
No, I'm sorry. When George snap, where he finally breaks, when they finally break it, because the Rosses have no intention of backing down. They're no, taking this all the way through. And you know this from the like George has no way out of this. None. He does not no. win whatsoever. And I, <laughs> that's what makes it more beautiful, because no matter what happens, whether they crack first or he cracks first, like he loses. So, yeah, <laughs> that's what makes uh, that so beautiful. Such a good episode. <laughs> anyway, I know it's a day uh, or if, when you're listening to this is a couple of days late, but may the fourth be with you. Gentlemen, yes. And happy Star Wars. Yes. Yes. I know we recorded last year on it. We didn't do it this year. Um, we had the Obi-Wan trailer. It was flipping amazing. Yes, it was. Um, I am yes, so was. pumped for this. Um, yeah, I, May 27th can't come soon enough. I can't wait. Um, I just want to ask you really quick without, you know, giving you guys any sort of, you know, time to think about it. Tell me your favorite Star Wars video game of all time. Star all right. you, Justin, I'll, I'll go first. I'll give you a chance to think oh, about it. All right. So mine is actually, I was thinking about, well, I had time to think about it actually, but it didn't take me very long and I still have to go with, um, Star Wars Rogue Squadron on the Nintendo 64. It's a good game. And nice. I'm, uh, let me pre let me game. just say this and say, like, I think many, if not all, Star Wars games are freaking awesome. But like, I had like some sort of special connection to that, even after like renting it from Blockbuster for the first time. It's like, that's the only thing I wanted to check out and then eventually got it, played the hell out of the game, still have it sitting up there. Great. That's game. a good one. Nice. That's a good what one. Do you guys want to go next? Favorite Star Wars game of all time. Go. Got to pick one. Go, go ahead. I already know. All right. Star Wars that a baby. Battlefront 2. Yeah. The, the, the are we talking the original Battlefront 2, not the newer one? The, oh, the, he's the talking original. Original. Oh, yeah, I don't have okay. a newer system. Oh, oh that's right. Oh, no, no. Yeah, well, that's right. let me let me let me go. Let me walk back something I said when I said most. Well, I guess I said most Star Wars games are great. The the remake Battlefront Two was shit, but the original Battlefront Two, the one Vinny's talking about, might be the greatest Star Wars game of all time. So. It was awesome. Yeah, fantastic. So great. Uh, they See, took I never the, had the first one. one and made it so much better, adding in the yeah. Um, the like the icon character, Darth Vader. Yep. Um, gosh, I can't even. Did you play that one online, Vinny, or no? I don't think it was on. It wasn't online. online. They had online components to it. It was very early in the state. I know they had it for the Xbox. I think they had online capabilities for it. It was just too early for that stuff. Yeah, Um, yeah, yeah. You didn't need to. That that game was was fantastic. The the flying in it was. I mean, everything on on that game was like flawless. I felt like the controls and everything, without a doubt, flying to using the. Uh, the icon characters in the first one, you could have an icon character in your unit, but you could never be Control the icon them. character. Gotcha. And that they brought that in on the second one. And they had the level, was it in Moss Eisley on Tatooine, mm-hmm. where it was just icon characters? It wasn't part of like any missions or anything like that, but it was just all icon characters running around and battling. And you can set up, yeah. set up a bunch of bots and stuff. It was fantastic. Absolutely yeah. love that. Perfect Good game. times. Yeah, great Perfect. call. I knew you were going to say that too, Vinny, so I figured yep. you... I knew that one was coming, so yeah, that's... You're absolutely right about everything you said right there. Nailed now, it. the man who has played several Star Wars video games in his lifetime, Justin, can you tell me a favorite? Can I have two? No! Give it, <laughs> you only have like, one! I was, was going to ask Vinny, should we give it to him, but Vinny no. clearly is not going to let him get away oh, with this it. Is like a- 
is like trying to pick a favorite child. Thank guys. This is, this hey, is that, hard. That might, that might be easier. So uh. yeah. <laughs> that's that's on a very dark episode of the next podcast. Yeah, right. Favorite child. Well, props to Vinny, first of all, for not letting you get away with it, Justin. No, I, I thought about Vinny, counting, but Vinny see, was I know there I can get away with up. things with Greg. Vinny, Vinny is yeah. a very hard line. It's very cut yeah. and dry. He keeps yes, it in line. Exactly. All right. Well, I'm going to tell you what my two are. And then in rambling about them, I will pick one. Is that is, is that fair, Vinny? No. <laughs> pick one. We're going to mention one one video All game. Right. One. All right. All right. I'm going to go with the, the one that I've probably. Oh, shit, this is hard. <laughs> Do we have this? This is like, now, this is like, this is like trying. Go ahead, Vinny. Pick one now. <laughs> And then when we're wrapping up, mention that. Oh yeah, I also like this game. I like that. There. All right. Yeah. This is this is this is more difficult than shooting womp rants in my T sixteen Skyhopper. All right. Um, oh no! Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> that was an evil laugh if I've ever heard one. All right, my I'm gonna go with um, just because this game blew my mind in for PS one when I bought it because it, I rented it and then I bought or I got it for Christmas or birthday or something. Um, it was Star Wars Rebel Assault two. It was full motion video, yeah. so um, it had real people playing these characters. It was like a continuation side story of what mm-hmm. was going on in the Rebel Alliance. Um, they had you playing a character called Rookie One, which is probably the most bogus name I've ever heard. Um, <laughs> but it's him, um, and they get ambushed in the Drayton Triangle, not the Bermuda Triangle. Uh, and there's these TIE fighters that are able to cloak. And it's them trying to figure out where this base is. And you fly TIE fighters, you fly X-Wings. The first, very first level, you fly the uh, much loved but never really shown B-Wing, which I'm sh- I'm assuming you guys know what a B-Wing looks like. Oh, I know what the B-Wing yep. is. Really quick, they introduced the B-Wing in Rebel Strike, which was for the GameCube. That was my, that was like the first time it came to Nintendo. Yes. And they just brought it back finally because it, mm-hmm. it, it wasn't in the Battlefront or it was in the Battlefront game. I can't remember. I don't remember. But yeah, like this game came out. It wasn't in, like in the 90, recent ones. 95. Yeah. And I'm like, what the hell is a B Wing? And I'm, I was well, pretty that, that was Star Wars shit back then. So, well, they had B Wings in Return of the Jedi. Yes, they did. They? Yeah. yeah. B Wings were there on the second, uh, second Death Star assault. They did have B Wings there. <laughs> but yeah, I'm pretty it was... sure those guys, I'm pretty sure those guys you know bit it too i mean is it is it fighters, the but. best game no i mean it's there's either flying sequences like kind of your star fox or you're doing like um where you're you're motionless and you're you're coming out of cover and shooting things or you're flying ships that's about it so the gameplay is not the greatest but the fact that it's a full-length movie in addition to that um is awesome the star wars music is spot on yeah and there's multiple endings depending on how well you do so yeah. um nice. yeah so that's that's my that's probably good my golf. number one good so. see you could you could do it Justin. yeah you named one good so. second one is dark forces great game all right um <laughs> <laughs> it's just doom oh. with the star wars skin over it that's all it is all right um <laughs> on that note you want to get nuts all right let's move on <laughs> We got uh, nuts. I got nuts. Uh, let's yes. go on to some baseball talk, Vinny. <coughs> baseball. Welcome back to Major League Baseball. Sort of. Taking a look at Chicago's two favorite teams and other happenings around the MLB. All right. So let's recap the miserable series uh, pretty much for both sides of Chicago. The Cubs Sox two game wrap up. Like I said, well, I'm OK. I'm, I'm yeah. I'm you got pretty, the win. That's pretty, pretty happy. Okay. Yeah, right? so pretty happy. Uh, why? Why Major League Baseball has shifted to this really fun series for the city of Chicago? The last two or three, four or five years, it's kind of gone on to this two game series in the middle of the week. Crap, which 
I'm sorry. I remember like 04, 05, 06, not so much 06, but like 04 and 05 when the Cubs and Sox were both good. I remember the whole city like shut down to watch these games because they were on the weekends. They and, were like, legit and series. Too. They were legit three game series, both home and away. Um, the stupid crosstown cup thing. I don't really remember that being a thing until the last like 10 years, but yeah, it was just such a big deal. Both teams were good. It was so exciting now to have them the first week of May when the, the weather in Chicago in May is so hit or miss like tomorrow, like this weekend is going to be 80 yesterday. It was like 50 and rain all day. Same thing yep. for today. Um, miserable for the fans to go miserable team for the Cubs. They couldn't buy a hit. The White Sox won at least for Greg's sake and for Vinny's sake, I guess, to Thank a certain extent, God. but it was just, I turned it on each night till about the fifth or sixth inning. And I'm like, what am I, why am I bothering with this? This is, there's no hype to this. And I turned it off and put the hockey playoffs on instead. So I don't know. What was your guys takeaway from the first two games of the Crosstown series this year? Well, that weather in game one was just absolute Awful. shit. I mean, how do yeah. you, I mean, the fans sitting out there, how do you fucking stand playing baseball in that weather? Yeah, it's and awful. then there was even that narrative they tried to push when Keegan Thompson lost control and hit oh, two, yeah. hit two yeah. guys in a row. I'm just like, oh, come on. Can we please not be doing this right now? Yeah. Can we please not be going this direction? Because the ball is freaking slippery yeah, and he lost I, control. Yeah. Yeah. He's down three nothing. He's not throwing if you, I mean, he's just, I mean, if he's doing that, I mean, that guy's a fucking, that guy's a fucking oh, idiot. Yeah. You need yeah. to talk about cutting his ass. I'm like, no, yeah. it got away from it happens or whatever. Even TA at the end was like, yeah, no, it's, it's nothing. It just slipped out of his hand. What are you going to do? But no one wanted to be the fuck out there. Even Tony, no. I think said like, yeah. Oh yeah. Top, top 10 worst weather conditions in my career. That's been <laughs> that's, that's a, a long, that's a long, that's a long ass time. Yeah. I mean, that's like Ted Williams days and shit. So they didn't even um, have umbrellas when he started right. playing. I mean, right. I mean that, that second <laughs> game joke, was, sorry. Yeah. the, the, <laughs> the second game was, um, was the one for me where, I mean, yeah. Bummer was making me sweat there. The, the bullpen was, was great. It was great to see Graveman do his mm-hmm. thing. Reynaldo Lopez, they didn't throw a lot of pitches either. Mm-mm. And then I'm watching Bummer there. I was ended up watching on my phone um, for a little bit because I was working late. And then, um, you know, he starts, you know, he's missing with that sinker, then missing with the break and stuff, missing with the fastball. I'm like, uh-oh, Cubs win, Cubs win right here. And they'll come back. And the Cubs kind of shot themselves in the foot by squandering a couple opportunities. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, get, but uh, the hero for me, of this series and definitely game two is Matt Foster and how he yes. kind of came in and saved the day. And this is a guy that was really good. The COVID year than last year, he was up and down, up and down struggling. Um, and then maybe hopefully now he's found uh, something because that fastball command was on point and we got, he got Ian Happ looking on that fastball low in the zone that eventually Liam Hendricks got in his closing. I mean, that, 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 Baby was just paint right there. That was beautiful. That that was my moment. That was like my favorite moment of the uh, series right there. Yeah. Um, but like I said, the weather was shit. But those um, those outings from the bullpen really uh, really made me happy and gave me some uh, gave me some uh, positive hopes going forward here as we face these uh, as we head into this uh, Boston series. So um, yeah, that was that was at least from my perspective. Vinny, what about you? You got anything to add to that? Yeah, I mean, it was great to see the the White Sox uh, bullpen kind of lock it down. Yeah. Um, that was kind of 
been I feel like some some of their struggles have been because of the bullpen. Um obviously they've been a bunch starters, of assholes. <laughs> yeah, their starters, I mean, obviously went in and did what they always do. Um it's always, you know, that's gonna be the, probably their most important piece and it's probably gonna carry them once everybody comes back and is healthy. Um they finally got Gilito back uh this week. Um, you know, Lynn's when's when's Lynn scheduled to come back? I think mid not till the I, end of May. End of May, I think it was supposed to be okay. mid May, but now we're looking towards the end of May. So, so hopefully Johnny Cueto will come up here and you know kind of carry the load and be somewhat useful. Um, more than Innings, Dale Keuchel, yeah, yeah. Um, Something. you know, till the till the end of May, but you know, the starters are what's going to carry them, and hopefully they can start being stretched out to where they can go more than four innings. Um, but you know, I think they're starting to come around. Uh, hopefully the weather will be consistently warmer for the White Sox. Um, and I think that'll definitely help. Um, if interesting stat I saw, uh, for the White Sox, um, games that are over three and a half hours, they have not won. They've had four of them and they have not won a single one yet. And I, all I can think about is Morty Seinfeld in Seinfeld when he's working uh, at Jay Peterman and he's bothering Elaine and Elaine's solution Schedule to get rid of him yeah. is have a late meeting. It was like a four o'clock meeting and he was already right. hungry. And that's all I can think about is the game goes three and a half hours. Tony's just done. He's like, nope, I'm, I'm going home. Let's <laughs> extend the, the game. Yeah. yeah, that might yeah. be the winning. There, there might be sure, there might be data on this now. Legit data where they're trying to you know extend the games on these guys now. So right, exactly. And the White Sox um, don't take walks. They got they no, they go up they there don't. swinging. So they no. go up there swinging bats. So we don't give a shit about the walks apparently so exactly that's what tony <laughs> tells him to do just yeah, swing away just swing yeah. <laughs> just swing the only one i excuse for that is tim anderson because that's just not his game but yeah uh yeah we don't we just fucking swing at every goddamn thing we don't care <laughs> yeah. go up there and no, swing was, it, young man it was a good a good series for the socks um you know that that put putting them in the right direction um they're now on a winning streak uh not a good series for the cubs um, I'll touch on that a little bit uh, later when we talk about uh, more focus on the Cubs. But, um, Greg, you got anything else on the White Sox currently? On the White Sox uh, in this series, um, what else did I like? Uh, trying to think. No, I think, I think I pretty much mentioned everything. I like that Jose Abreu home run a little bit. I like how Ju- Lee, Lucas Giolito settled in, got double-digit strikeouts. Uh, looked, uh, looked, yeah, looked, uh, looked like he figured things out. Uh, got that command back looking really good. Kind of wish we had Cease in there because I want to see Cease face the Cubs and just freaking shove, but yeah, um, could use him against the Red Sox. And, um, yeah, that weather was that first game, guys. That was, yeah, it wasn't good. God, that was just, it wasn't good. That was, that was just no fun. No, I mean, it was nice to have the win, but no, no one was having a good time watching, nope. watching that kind of, that kind of shit out there. So, what did you guys say? Screw Rob Manfred. Yes, I agree with yes. that. I second yeah, that for multiple so. reasons. Um, but to go from something depressing like Chicago in early May and the Cubs looking like garbage now, uh, we have some good news for the Cubs farm systems, including the Myrtle Beach Pelicans, our very own minor league team. Uh, we'll have to, I know Sam Wiederhaft got to call the combined shutout. Uh, was it a no hitter or just a combined shutout, Vinny? Com- combined no hitter. 
so Vinny, you want to talk a little bit about what happened there in terms of how they followed it up as well? Um, well yeah. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> they, they got a no hit combined no hitter. Uh, it was uh, three pitchers. Um, Powell got the W. Pitched five innings, got six strikeouts. Uh, Lasky and uh, Rindel, uh, I believe, finished up the game with two innings apiece. Um, yeah, they won eight to eight to nothing. They're hitting uh, finally in Myrtle Beach, uh, and yeah, the the pitching's been good, and that's kind of been good throughout the whole system. Um, the the hitting has not been good to start the minor league season um, throughout the the Cubs organization, but. The pitching's been there. Um, that was great to hear uh, Sam make the call. I, I listened uh, to the final inning. I was uh, feeding my daughter uh, her last bottle before bed, and I was looking at all the minor league scores just to see what everybody's been doing. And then I saw that they were still playing, and they had the no uh, the no hitter still going. So I uh, had to turn on and listen to the uh, the last couple outs uh, in the the final inning, and my daughter still was able to fall asleep while listening to that but it was great to to hear the call and to hear uh sam be able to make his first no hitter call for a game but they did have uh an error unfortunately and there were uh and there was one walk issued as well so uh okay very close to a perfect uh i wonder how many perfect uh combined games there have been in the history of baseball but Ooh, that's, um, that's a, good this is a close one that's a good um, question but yeah, they uh they had the no hitter on Sunday and they followed it up with a twenty-four run um outburst against the uh Salem Red Sox. They won twenty-four to six on Wednesday. Um, had 22 hits in the game and just dominated. Like I said, the the hitting starting to come around for these guys. Um, uh, Pete Crow Armstrong, if you guys remember, in the Javi Baez, Trevor Williams yep. trade, um, he is just lighting it up right now. He's hitting 392 with an OPS of 1.124 for Myrtle Beach. Um, he's been on fire. Um, some of the guys, uh, James Triantos, uh, Kevin Alcantara, they've been, uh, you know, they struggled to open the season. Um, they're starting to hit now too. Um, so that's good to see. They just got Cole, uh, and I'm going to butcher this last name, Roder. Okay. Um, R-O-E-D-E-R-E-R. So um, he, he just came back from uh, a long injury stint um, This and just finally got back to, to low A. I think he was at double A or high A. Before that, um, he had four hits in that game, um, so that was good to see. He's hitting uh, just he came back just recently. He's hitting five forty five with an OPS of one point two seven two. So he's getting off on the right foot. Um, yeah, other notable game or uh, players in that game, uh, Reginald Presidio, uh, the shortstop. He had four hits that game. He also has gotten off to a slow start. Um, so yeah, he's hitting 186 with an OPS of, uh, 467. So yeah, he had six runs batted in that game. So it definitely helped his average in OPS, but yeah, the hittings, uh, throughout the Cubs organization has gotten off slow, but, um, pitching's been there. Um, hopefully hitting will start coming around and, uh, Brennan Davis can start hitting as well. He's been very bad at triple a, um, and we need him to start hitting so he can come up to the, the Cubs organization. Yes. Maybe they can DFA Hayward and he can 
go be a motivational speaker for some championship team. Fingers crossed. Oh, that would be great. With a lot free- of money in his pocket. Yeah, a <laughs> lot of money. Exactly. A lot of money. <laughs> well, um, Vinny, you you posed the question, uh, are the Cubs bad or just unlucky? So knowing you, you probably have done a little bit of research on this one. I sure did. So their last, um, I guess, non-losing series was against Colorado, where they oh, split God, the series. That was a long time two. ago. <laughs> April 17th. Um Oof. So up until the Colorado series, the Cubs as a team were hitting 281, had an on-base percentage of 364, slugging 447 for an OPS of 811. They were walking at a rate of 10.4%, striking out at 19.6%, and had a team BAPIP of 336. Now, since then, and I'm taking out the... uh, 21 to zero pirates game um because that's skewing well i okay since then i'll just go before and then i'll take out the pirates game so since the since the colorado series they haven't won a series since um they've been as a team hitting 214 on base percentage of 295 slugging 328 for an ops of 623 walking at a rate of 9.3 percent striking out at a rate of 27.1% and have a team BAPIP of 282. So they're kind of close to average, so not good. Now, if you take out the Pirates game of the 21-0, team batting average 186, on-base percentage of 272, Hmm. slugging 293 as a team, and an OPS of 565. They are... Without that Pirates game, they are walking at a clip of 9.7%, striking out at 29.05%, and have a team BAPIP of 249. So they're having some BAPIP issues um, as a team at 249. They are striking out at a ridiculous rate. They are not being patient. I don't know um, what's changed since that Colorado series. Um, they're chasing. Uh, I know Suzuki um, is going he's, through some issues. Oh boy. Um, he's starting to chase. Um, you know, it seems like he's he's had some really bad calls from yes, some umpires. Um, yeah. I don't know if that's playing into it that he's no, you know, he's re, you know recalibrating the wrong way um, and starting to chase because he knows that's going to get called for a strike and he's you know trying to make something happen. But yeah, they. They ran into some BAPIP issues also against the the White Sox where they're getting, you know, getting good wood on the ball, um, but it wasn't, you know, it was going right to the other team. I think, uh, oh gosh, I forgot what, there was like a statistic on, you know, hard hit balls or something like that compared to the White Sox. And I think, was it Gavin Sheets hit a ball in the series or maybe it was Jake Berger where it was like an exit velocity of 61 miles an hour and they scored a run on it <laughs> yeah um and he got he got a hit uh he got an infield hit on that's, that so that's like that's uh, like his thing <laughs> right um so yeah the, the fucking Cubs, dribblers well i got i, I got a question i got a question oh, for you yep. but fin- no finish your thought i i have a follow-up question yeah i was just gonna say you know the beginning of the season we were talking about how great it was it had kind of a 2015 feel in the last two weeks uh or you know 
three weeks here or so. It hasn't been good. Um, no. I don't know how much of that, you know, the striking out's awful. It's a bad clip to be at. It's almost 30, 30%. Um, and the team BAPIP, I think that's... I think that's playing into a lot of it. They're not, you know, finding the alleys. They're not, you know, they're hitting it right <clears throat> to people. They're having a lot of bad luck, um, I would say, on the BAPIP side. So, you know, it, I don't think it's as bad as it is right now, um, you know, trying to put a positive spin on it. You know, it's not good right now, but I think, it, you know, it could be better. I think they can maybe turn things around as, you know, before the Colorado series, they were playing well. It's just... You know they're in a funk right now as a team overall. Um, mm-hmm. So hopefully they can get out of that. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if they need to send Madrigal down to work on it because he's been he's putrid. brutal. Um, Nikki Nikki two he's, strikes. My he's no ass. Nikki three strikes, strikes now. Yeah, <laughs> I saw those numbers. Like, damn, that's okay. Yeah. We hated him here, but y'all, you really got it. <laughs> we hate him there. here too. Right. It's like we yeah, like him so, more now. Yeah. And he's got options too, so maybe they um, he'll be an, an option candidate once uh, Wade Miley comes back or Alec yeah. Mills, who are I think Wade Miley is scheduled to to start rehab, and um, Alec Mills is really close. He did pitch uh, in AAA I think the past week or so, um, so yeah, he's close to coming back. So yeah, I. Who do you put at second base? VR maybe. Yeah, I um, guess he's been it's playing probably... much, is he? He, he started like, off hey, playing a lot at the beginning of the yeah, season. Like, yeah, like where's he? He's been kind of quietly. Like where's he? He yeah, had a lot of errors. Yeah, is, is uh, Simmons uh, on his way back? He's still on the IL, I believe. Right? Bo-Body? No, he's rehabbing. Is he back? He's rehabbing okay. in Arizona right now. So okay, so maybe Andrelton um, Simmons comes back, and then you maybe do you move Horner back to second and let Simmons no, play short. You, you got to leave Horner. He's your he's going to be your go-to for day shortstop. Yeah, you got to leave him there. Move Simmons if he can play there. True. If not, then you just put VR there. Yeah. Um, I'd say. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I think uh Madrigal is gonna end up getting sent down because he's just not getting it done and needs to figure out what, what the, the hell he's on. doing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um yep, go ahead. So again. I haven't I haven't seen a lot of Cubs at bats minus the uh the ones against the White Sox, but before that, in between that and the Colorado series. Um, the numbers you write off to me, I don't know if this is what's happening, but it sounds like they're trying to, if they're trying to change their game to power and they don't have power guys, are they, is this a result of compensating for power, trying to hit the ball out of the ballpark when it's just not happening? I don't think that's the Cubs game because they don't have no, power guys, not. but is that what that, that's what the numbers like that tell me that's what they're trying to do, but I haven't seen them take swings uh in a lot of highlights and everything so is that is this what they're trying to accomplish right now compensating for power is that why these numbers are like that i know schwindel's not hot either no, i know they've been changing around the line i know he's cold so that that is definitely that is definitely part of it but is this trying to find power when power is not there yeah i I, that would be a mistake if it if it was because that's not what they're that's not what they're built to do. I know, um, but that's like that's like what the number that's from what those numbers said. I mean, that's what that's what correlates almost. I'm not saying that's what it is, but yeah, is that what it is? Especially, you know, with some of these at bats, the high strikeout rate, Babbitt being is what it is. Yeah. Um, you know, just not being patient to the plate, trying to hit something that's not there when they don't. I mean, who's your who are your power guys? Wisdom would lead the team in home runs, maybe, and that's yeah. like it. Contreras. 
And then, yeah. I mean, Suzuki, obviously, but yeah, he's got I mean, he, he's he's just slumping right now. I'm sure he'll figure yeah. it out. But uh, I know I see some people starting to turn on him like, oh, come on, don't do it. Yeah, yeah, don't do it. He's my <laughs> it's guy. So, I got it's faith. so that, early. I know it is. I'm like, I got faith. I love saying Suzuki. Yep. I'm uh, just I, I don't want to see the Cubs fans start because I know they will. We can, you got you guys can you guys got some. I mean, there's another right time. fielder still on the team that we yeah. gave a lot of money to <laughs> and he never did much. So, so, yeah, Nico Horner to me needs to like be in a more essential part of the lineup, too. Yes. I think And can we just Hayward hitting in front of him? And should I'm can like, we pay like, Wilson Contreras already and move on with this? Like, what is going on that they're dragging? He's he's going to get shipped out. I think there's something going on. Don't is you it think? inevitable? I think it's inevitable. Otherwise, why wouldn't yeah. it be done already? I don't understand what the holdup is. I don't know. I don't At know. this point, what is it? It doesn't <laughs> it matter. matter right? It doesn't matter. <laughs> I don't know. It's it, it, maybe that's going to be Judd's thing. I don't know. He he's not going to want to extend players. Maybe. Um, you know. Well, and that's another thing I see. You know, cropping up. You know, all this blaming on Tom Ricketts. Obviously, Tom Ricketts is a complete tool bag. Tool. And I, you know, never, I wish he never would have came out and talked about biblical losses. Because yes. I don't know. How, we don't <laughs> know how much of this is actually on Jed. Like he built the. It, was he restricted in any sort of manner on getting guys that he wanted? This roster construction could be all on Jed and be nothing on ownership. On Tom, right, exactly. Yeah, he, he might have had the, the money to spend. I honestly think that he was late to the, the table when the run on pitchers went before mm. the lockout. I yep. think he got caught with his pants down. Um, so I, I you know, <laughs> they should have had at least at, at least one more yeah. uh, starting caliber pitcher on this roster to add Should've some sort Rodan, of if you yes. ask me. That would have been a great pick. That would have yeah. been great. I was really hoping for that. Um, and even but, now, uh, looking know, at I, him now, like how perfect would that be oh, right now? God, mm-hmm. yes, I yeah. know. And, and that would have given you your definitive ace on yeah. the staff. You know, yeah. I like Stroman. I think, you know, people getting upset with his numbers early is mm-hmm. ridiculous. Yeah, I agree. I think, uh, he's, I think as, he's fine, yeah. I yeah, seeing fine. as it's the weather's been awful. Um, yeah. Pitchers that you know, free agent pitchers that come to Wrigley are notorious slow at getting you know getting out of the gate slow. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think Jed got caught with his pants down before the lockout, not real, not thinking that teams were going to be spending the way they did and pitcher there that run on pitchers that there was right before the lockout. And I think that's you know he had to get somebody, and Stroman was kind of the the last guy that was left that you know was the best player out there, and yeah. he had to go get him for a lot um, of money. So yeah. Yeah, and I just, you know, they were in on Correa until he switched agents. Um, you know, and you know, Nico Horner's been better than Correa right now. Yeah, so, he has. Nico's um, been Yeah, and I so yeah, I I I don't know how much of this is on Tom Ricketts or if this should all be on Jed Hoyer cuz this is his construction um of this roster. So, yeah, um hopefully it gets better. Um I, I'm still holding out hope, you know. Uh, if I if I could place a wager in Wisconsin, I would, Greg. I would take that value. <laughs> oh, I forget you're um, in Wisconsin, <laughs> right? Yeah, I put I put a five dollar bet on the Cubs. Why not? Um, at that value, um, I'd do it for five bucks. Um, five bucks but, can't hurt, right? Yeah, yeah but yeah, um, yeah. The way the Rowdy Telez is hitting for the Brewers, I don't think I, I don't think anybody's going to catch him now. No, <laughs> got no I somebody so. hitting on that team. 
I don't think so either. Um, so yeah, hopefully, hopefully it'll get better. That was my positive spin. Is well done, Vinny. Well done. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, well, to bounce off of a positive spin into just a negative situation altogether, Trevor Bauer, we found out this week, would be suspended for two years worth of games. Oh no! <laughs> Which yes, Trevor Bauer is a tool. He is not seem like a very good human being and so nope. long don't let the door hit you where the good lord split you there you go i don't know you guys yeah, got just, anything else to add to that greg you got some, something no i've just you know what i will say something about trevor bauer guess who's not in mlb the show and they officially got rid of trevor bauer and mlb the show so long so. asshole <laughs> <laughs> So that's what I was saying about Trevor Bauer. I was like, it's about damn time. I, so. You know, nice. tre- the, the Trevor Bauer situation has made me believe so much more in karma. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you, sometimes yeah. you don't think people are going to get their comeuppance, and he's kind of getting them for being a yep. strange dude and maybe a little borderline criminal. I don't know. So, yep. so it yeah. doesn't I feel do. that long. It doesn't. It doesn't feel as long. But I'm also honest, like, yeah. I was expecting is, the MLB yeah. to drop this and not make a big deal about it, so I'm glad they did something. Mm. Um, but I kind of I, I thought they, they hate him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Dodgers got to be happy too. They just got out of that contract. I yeah, mean, right. Yeah, you know, avoided so, all of that. So, uh, yeah. yeah. So I don't know. Oh no, is right. What a what a shame. <laughs> what a yeah, shame. Darn. Uh, the, this the other next one, one's this next one's weird. If you have not yeah. seen this video, I implore you, please go on YouTube, go on Twitter, and just search Madison Bumgardner hands. I guess would be, which is probably Eject- gets ejected ejection for hands. Uh, it's literally like a good thirty second. <laughs> Careful clip. with that one. Yeah, yeah, you might keep your safe search on yeah. on that one, folks. Right. Uh, oh <laughs> so if there's one video angle of Madison Bumgarner is getting his hands checked because this year they are not just checking the glove. They're actually checking your hands as you walk off and the right, off where the, a substance might actually be. Where, you know, yes, as opposed thought, to your so, game, that makes yeah. sense, right? Because obviously <laughs> if your hands are sticky, you might have been using something. But um, so the umpire, the home plate umpire is just staring daggers at him and he's just massaging his hand in the creepiest weirdest <laughs> yeah with know, a look on his face there's like a look happening silence of yeah. the lambs buffalo bob style shit going buffalo on here. bill buffalo just, bill sorry. yeah <laughs> i've only seen that movie once and that was more than it enough rubs the lotion on it <laughs> It rubs it revolution on its skin or else it gets the, the hose, hose again. again. <laughs> um, oh, God, that movie is creepy. <laughs> Great movie. Oh, well, yeah. Uh, but and there's Levine. another angle of him. He gets tossed thereafter because did the umpire, was he arguing balls and strikes with the ump? Does anyone know why he got tossed exactly? This was the first base umpire. Is that and what it was? Okay. It looks like he said something to him. Like okay. he, he, like the ump said something, and then Bumgarner said something back, and then he got tossed. If I remember correctly, and he got yeah. his money's worth after he got tossed. I mean, he, he did like the he face. did like the hey, kind of hold me back, guys, sort of and he's thing. Pointing you know? at him and stuff right. like that. But right. I, I don't know what else was going on, but just just the fact that you can see Madison Bumgarner's looking around, he's looking, and then he looks back up, and he's like, "This guy is staring at me, and he's still rubbing my hand." Yeah. I don't know if it was just waiting for this to blow up or what, but it is, it was weird. Yeah. Yeah. It was Dan, weird. Dan Bellino should be suspended, if not fired for that. That was 
absolutely atrocious. Yeah, for I, him I, to do that, I there was just it. such a power trip. He was trying. That's to That's all do. it was. It. it was. It was a, a that's, that's, charge. That's all I could think of. You know. Yep. And I, I let me say this too. I think Mad Bum is a complete. He's a loon case. Yeah. But yeah. I was like, what? What are you doing? You know. Yeah, I mean, nope. I mean, the umpire. It's like, what, what is happening? Like, it's so weird. I have to watch. Did John Boy do a breakdown of this? I'm assuming they did. A breakdown of the um, the Yankees one. I don't think he did one yet of the oh, the, the Aaron Boone, Gardner the Aaron one. Boone one. Yeah, I saw yeah. that one. Okay. That was that was bad too. too. Yeah, that was. Um, but yeah, because I would like he does a lip pretty well. I'd love to know if he picked up anything they said because I don't really know what <laughs> that was. Yeah. That just said the optics of there are just so creepy. Yeah, so, it was, uh, yeah, it was the bad. Buffalo Bills a perfect comp. It is. Well done, Justin. Well done. <laughs> Thank but, you. Well done. But Justin, Justin, I do want to um, say that you weren't c- completely wrong with Buffalo Bob. Okay. Uh, you must be remembering the movie Joe Dirt because that was the oh, answer. There it is. Thank they you. made fun of they made fun of Buffalo Bill from but, Silence yeah, of the Lambs. That's right. Buffalo Bob was the character in Joe Dirt. So that's probably where your that mind had went to. to be where I got it from. <laughs> yes. Had to be. Yes. Now that makes Big sense. Joe Justin Dirt going fan. to Joe Joe Dirt before uh, both great movies. That, <laughs> yes. what's, what's the, that's why mom called you Joe Dirt. That's why mom called you Joe Dirt. That's his little sister. <laughs> that's the only line from that movie I remember. <laughs> That was good. That was yeah, good. Yeah, it wasn't bad. Thank you. Thank write, you. Write, write him an intro. Maybe. Oh, damn it. No, yeah. no more ad reads is, is playing Joe Dirt's little sister. Uh, check out Belly Up Sports because that's why dad called you Joe Dirt. All right. Anyway, um, that was awful. It, it <laughs> writes itself. <laughs> I, All right, I think, we might have something there. We might. It little, can't little be any worse tuning, than my little bit of tuning. Uh, you, you might have something there. I I, I make American pot. I uh, see. I go Boston right away. American cop right. pots. All right. Um, what? let's get right, to Vinny's. <laughs> let's get to Vinny's hot or not. And now, folks, it's time for who's hot? So damn hot. Oh, hot. Because I'm a hot little potato right now. And who's not? I'm afraid that my condition has left me cold. Freezing my royal Rastafarian ninnies off. <laughs> this guy sucks. <laughs> Kick it away, Vinny. <laughs> all right. Uh. So uh, looking since the month of April ended, we will also be going over who is hot and who is not for the month of April. So looking, we'll start off with uh, just over the past week for the White Sox. Greg, do you know who is hot for the White Sox? TA. It's gotta be TA. Yes, he was. Yeah. 321, 345, 571, OPS of 916. Yes. BAPIP of 280 and a uh weighted runs created plus of 173. He was hot. Yeah, baby. You know who was not for the White Sox? Oh, I don't know, Reese McGuire. <laughs> He's been playing every Probably goddamn didn't, day. <laughs> didn't have uh, enough uh, of plate attempts. Or oh, really? He did, it seems he like he not did. The... He... Oh, okay. Seems like he's in there every other freaking day. So <laughs> my other my other guy, well, I don't know if this guy's had enough of bats, but Gavin Sheets? No. Nope. the guy you had? No. Who do you got? No. AJ Pollock. Oh, yeah. Hitting 174 yeah. on base of 167, slugging 217 for an OPS of 384. He's coming Bapip. around a little bit, though. Yep. I his BAPIP during that period was 182, so that can be better. And his weighted runs created plus was six. My lucky number, oddly enough. Your number? Yes, it is. Six. Um, He's been a hack so in the field, too. 
He's been yeah. he's been he's been kind of doing some dumbass magical shit out there. <laughs> well, uh, we I mean, we compare we compare dumbass base dumbass White Sox baseball to Nick Madrigal. Like that's <laughs> <laughs> anything dumbass that's a magical out there. So okay. Pollock. Well, I mean, he, he just the, the his wife just had a kid, right? Yeah, they just had so a baby. He probably yeah. doesn't have a lot of sleep at night, so I hear that. Although I think I think the baby's in California, so he's oh, okay. in so, Chicago. So well, maybe I, he's worrying I, about the baby. Who knows? Eh, I'm not going. <laughs> you need, worry, yeah. worry about baseball, dude. You got some coins, so <laughs> worry about winning. Maybe his wife calls, <laughs> makes him get up when Face she times gets up or for something. Yeah, yeah, Could be. right. She's he's got to be up and keep her awake. Uh, um, I don't know yeah, about I don't like, know. get out, get out of this relationship, AJ. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Wow. Okay. Don't do um, it. Take care of your kids and your family and hit the damn baseball motherfucker. All right. For, <laughs> for the month of April, Greg, for the White Sox, who is hot? Andrew Vaughn. No. He wasn't? No. I would say he was hot. Um, <laughs> Tim Anderson again? Yes, it was Tim okay, Anderson. Yeah. <laughs> and Tim Anderson for the month of April hit 313 on base of 333 slugged th- 522 OPS of 5 or 856 BAPIP of 333 and a weighted runs created plus for the month of April 154. That's why you got that jersey. Was huh? not Leori. <laughs> if he, no. he seems he gets like every other freaking at bat. Um, have I mentioned his name already? Uh, I yes, last week. I mentioned his name last week. Uh, yeah. who did I mention last week? Is it Yaz? Yeah, yeah, yeah I was going to say is it Yaz, yeah. He was cold for the month of April. Yeah. 169, 242, 254, OPS of 497. Mm. Bad pip of 196, so pretty unlucky. How about, how about his walks? Have you have his walk stats? Uh, I don't have how many walks he okay. had, but just he had a 242 on-base percentage. So, All right, so it walks again, shit, he, probably. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't wasn't up there like it was last year where he was hitting like one he, what ninety and had like yeah. a three forty on base percentage. See, like he's one of the guys that I don't really worry about. I mean, yeah. TA obviously being hot is okay, but with Yaz, it's just like, yeah, okay. I know I still really I mean, he's still like my guy and everything, but it's still I mean that that that's just just really annoying. <laughs> it's well, like, come he, on, especially going back a few years ago when he's like, oh, I don't need that spring training bullshit. And then you come yeah. out playing like this fucking garbage and it the just doesn't, doesn't help. Yeah, it doesn't. It just doesn't make you feel good. So, yeah, yeah. yeah the he's been, he's been, and... Yeah, and he hasn't been behind the play a lot. We've had a lot of Reese McGuire, who's totally fine. I really like Reese McGuire. He is just, a, just make sure he doesn't he get alone bu- with himself right. in a parking lot. He is a, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Mr. Otherwise, you meet Mr. Wang. So, oh, God. Um, <laughs> he's buddies with Ben Roethlisberger. Oh, <laughs> <yeah>. oh. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, uh, yeah, besides that, but he's a solid defensive guy. He's been playing a lot. And you know what Reese McGuire does? Is like the old school guys. He actually puts the team logo on his catcher's helmet. Remember when nice. the guys used to do that? Remember when like John Buck had like the custom painted like yeah. all star catcher's mm-hmm. master, yeah. whatever. Even in the old days when like Charlie O'Brien, Brian, and Tyler Houston yep. would wear the hockey, the hockey style yeah. mask and they had the logo yeah. on there. Reese McGorry is bringing that back a little bit. I'm like, yeah, they, you know, it's old cool. school. Right there. It. I like it's it. Old school. I like it. You know, like oh. bring John Buck back in those custom painted masks those things were the shit so i did like I mean, he was terrible but those, he looked good out there at least so which is part of the game still mm-hmm. so 
That's what my coach said. I did best. If I can't pitch well, I might as well look good out there or try to. So look the part, even if you can't look the part. Yeah, exactly. That was my thing. That was my game right there. So we do it on this show. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. We sound good. We got cool stuff. But yeah, so there you go. Cubbies. Yep. Here we go, Justin. For the past week, who was hot for the Cubs? Uh, For the past week, I'm going to go Patrick Wisdom. Justin, he's had a lot of wisdom tits lately. Yep, two seventy. He's got tits. I'm like, does he? I haven't (laughs) noticed. Maybe. Yeah, he is the tits. Yeah, he's the tits, Uh, baby. (laughs) He's hitting two seventy three on base percentage of two seventy three, slugging six thirty six and an OPS of nine zero nine, BAPIP of four forty four and a weighted runs created plus of one fifty seven. So kudos to Patrick Wisdom. Well done. Do you know who is not hot? This week or for this week? Yeah, uh, I'm gonna go Seiya Suzuki. Correct. Unfortunately, you are correct. He is hitting 043, oh, 083, on base percentage 87, slugging and an OPS oh. of 170. Um, bat- Say it ain't so right. <laughs> His BAPIP right now is 067. <laughs> oh my His weighted God. runs created plus is minus 52. He is in a total funk right now. Um, obviously, yeah. his BAPIP is way down. Um, he's not even close to being league average. So hopefully he can find oh, uh, yeah. whatever's wrong and correct it. So, yeah, not not good right now for uh, Seiya Suzuki. Uh, this past week now moving on to the month of april who is hot for the month of april say a suzuki (laughs) (laughs) yes he was the hottest hitter for the cubs in the month of april he had an uh at, he hit uh, 273 on, oh, shoot, um, did not update his stats. Uh, That's okay. Patrick Wisdom stats. Um, I don't wisdom. have his stats. But he, he was, was the, the player of the hitter. month, though, I know. Yes, yeah. he was. Yeah. Uh, I do have his BAPIP updated. It was 357, and he had a weighted runs created plus of 163 for the month of April. That sounds so, better yes. than what yes. it is right now. Very good. Do you huh. know who is not hot for the month of April? Um, I'm gonna go Nick Magical. Uh, so I was almost almost four for four. I was gonna guess Schwindel. Ah, okay. So I know that's Frank been that's, yeah, that's been that's, that's why been they concerning. need to play yeah. Rivas. Yeah, anyway, well, they, yes. they're starting to. They're so. starting to. Yeah. That's good. Yes, and that's he's hitting lead off. He I is. Saw, yes, yeah. he is. He is. Yeah, he, he hasn't is. been good in lead off spot. No. <laughs> um. <laughs> Frank Schwindel hit 222, uh, 263, uh, slug 347 with an OPS of 610. His BAPIP was 255, and his weighted runs created plus 77. So not mm. too good for Frank Schwindel. The, the treads not are so coming off tank. of Frank the Tank. Yeah, it's not looking yeah. good. Not looking good. Oh, no. has it? Have we seen? Did we see of what we've seen of Frank already last year? Or is oh. it just a little funk? I just think he's going to be. You, you got to ask the. You got to ask the question sometime. Mediocre. I, mean, I, I think I it's know. too early. Give it till June? maybe the end of this month, and if yeah. he's still struggling, maybe that was 
That okay. was the flash there. And yeah. I think we get the Midwest crutch right here for that because <laughs> I think that's I would like to say so, but I'm starting to get concerned. Well, I mean, even even him. the first couple of weeks of the season, that's what everyone was saying about wisdom. And then he turned it around you yeah. know, fairly okay. quick. But yeah, I know. I know exactly the weather's been saying. bad. Let's yeah. maybe give it a living. Bit, living here just up. sucks. My God. It definitely does right now. That's for <laughs> yeah. sure. So. All right. Well, thank you, um, Vinny. Oh, go well, ahead. Uh, the, no, uh, the, the, the MLB, right? I was going to go through yes. that uh, for the last week. Who is the hottest hitter for the MLB? Uh, I mentioned this guy's name already. Otani. No. Oh, I thought uh, mentioned okay. his name. Oh, I, I mentioned his name. I mentioned his name. Oh, you mentioned his name. Oh, I was like, what, I don't remember what freaking names I mentioned. Uh, <laughs> the hell did Vinny mention? Were we listening to Vinny? No, <laughs> Suzuki. Is it Suzuki? No, come oh. on. No, it's. Uh, I was gonna say Mike Trout, but nope. I know no, Mike Trout for the last up. week. Um, oh, for the last, oh, for the last week. week. Um, yeah. yeah, I got nothing. What I? I, I guess MLB I Network just He's goes. in the NL Central. Oh, Rowdy Telez or Telez, yeah. Ah, yeah. Rowdy yeah, yeah, Telez, yeah. Big hitting 400 on base percentage of 478, slugging 1.1, an OPS of 1.578. Nice. Uh, bat pip of 444 and weighted runs created plus of 332. He is on fire for the Brewers, unfortunately. Damn it. Do we know who is not hot? Any Say guesses? Suzuki. <laughs> okay there's is this, someone is this... that's been worse than him oh over the god past that's week. The, i didn't even know that was possible i didn't know that was an right? option. <coughs> um, this is all of baseball uh yes can you, you play for pin... one of the worst teams uh and also somebody on the, the NL central somebody on Jonathan, the Reds, Jonathan, yes. in, uh, vado or india nope. or neither kyle is farmer it... oh but it was a short stop red, so... right he's a shortstop I think Kyle so. Farmer. I think so, yeah, believe you're right. Yeah. Uh, Kyle Farmer is hitting 45 with a uh, on-base percentage of 43, uh, a slugging 45 for an OPS of 89. Uh, his bat pip is .050 and weighted runs created plus of minus 85. Nice. Now we gave the Cincinnati out. Reds much more attention than they deserve. By yes. the way. For being complete asshats on a major league baseball diamond. I mean, so, they made okay. congratulations, Cincinnati. <laughs> and, and yes, and actually, whoever's listening to us and from Cincinnati, someone from Cincinnati has downloaded like eighty of our eighty downloads in the last like two weeks of our show. So please write in, and tell us, <laughs> tell us if you want more content of us bashing the Reds. Just let us know; we will be happy to oblige. So yeah, you don't even exactly. have to ask; we'll just do it. So. <laughs> You oh, that chill, that that chili down franchise. there! Oh boy, no, I'm kidding. Uh, oh yeah, get the fuck out with your Cincinnati <laughs> chili bullshit. Fuck that! Oh, shit. we just lost that viewer, the listener. Yeah, yeah. Oh. sorry, but it sucks. But yeah, if you if you disagree, let me know. So yeah, tell us why we're wrong. You think my deep dish pizza sucks? Well, oh, that's wrong. A, oh, but I yeah, lose blue fuck out of here. But <laughs> anyway. all right. Any what else you got? Is that it, Vinny? No, for the month of April. Who is hot? Manny Craig, Machado. You mentioned him. Yeah, I'm gonna nope. go Manny. You, uh, just, you just mentioned him. <laughs> oh no. You don't hey, even Suzuki. 
Say Suzuki. Stop saying Say Suzuki in there. It, it's Mike Trout. Uh, he <laughs> hit three twenty three on base percentage of four forty seven, slugging six ninety four with an OPS yeah. of one point one four one. It's ridiculous. His yeah. bat pip was my Cy Young Yep. Yep. And or my, not my Cy Young. What the fuck? Not a fucking MVP. Pitcher. MVP. MVP yeah. pick. I, I know. Yes. I know <laughs> what you're you. saying. Yeah. Weighted runs created plus of 232. Now, who is not hot for the month of April? He's Ooh. in your division, Greg. He's in my division. Yes. Okay. Um, is he a Royal? Yes. And oh, he was tied to the Cubs for many years. Um, Whit Merrifield. There we go. Ding, ding, yeah. ding. Yes. Uh, Whip Merrifield for the month of April hit 141 uh, on base percentage of 190, slugging 179 for an OPS of 370. Nice. Bat Pip was 162, and his weighted runs created plus eight. So not good. How many Surprise times? Not on the Cubs. Right. Yeah. How many times besides, I mean, how many teams besides the Cubs was this guy going to? It was always. I mean, this guy was, was always the like Cubs. the, the yeah. tide of the trip. Well, no, he was always the talk of the, the was trip. He? I mean, this guy. Oh, yeah. This guy was going multiple places. Okay. I mean, the Cubs are one of the bigger ones, but there were serious talks with many teams. It never yeah. happened. This is going to be a royal lifer, and he's just going to be miserable there for the rest of his career. Right. So, yeah, pretty much. Hey, I'm happy to see him leave the division. You can. Be, I mean, you, you get get rid of Nicky Bats, do something with him, and take this guy. So, uh, no, you should keep Nicky Bats. He'll be all right. He'll be all right. Number one, Hopefully. number one will put it together. He'll, he'll put it together. He's just stupid. He's just stupid. That's it. That's his biggest problem. He's just you can't idiot. fix stupid, bro. right? You can't. I mean, you can't fix stupid. So just accept that. But stupid people can still make contact and get on base. You just got to worry about what happens after that. So just that—that's your—that's that's what you're dealing with right there. That's All right, the, that's the best I can do for you. Well, from one stupid organization to another, <laughs> like that segue, let's Good get one. into our well done bear well talk done. manures of the midway, <laughs> where the guys talk the pile of horse crap that is the Chicago Bears. I mean, when you consider the other choices, manure is actually pretty refreshing. <laughs> All right. I don't know about you guys. Um, the NFL draft, obviously, was this past weekend. Uh, yes. I did not watch any of it, and it was kind of refreshing. Uh, did you guys watch it? What did you think of the Bears picks? I know their first their pick in the second round was their first pick of the, the draft. I believe they took a cornerback. Does that sound right? Kyler yes, Gordon. Correct. Okay. I think it was. So what's the consensus on this on this draft for the Bears? Was it decent? They, you know, they took six picks, turned it into 11. That is good. I think yeah. that I like. That is awesome. Yeah, that is good stuff. Focused on uh, linemen, if I'm not mistaken. No major really receiving stuff. Wide receivers for uh, third round. Third round was wide third receiver, round receiver. I think it was Velas. Took Bayless Jones Jr. Bayless Jones right. Jr. So I I don't know how. I, well, I know how this team's going to be. It's going to be garbage this season. And I. Uh, what what time is it here? It is 1044 on Thursday, May 5th. I am going to happy wager. Cinco de Mayo, by the happy, way. Yes. <laughs> happy Cinco de Mayo, Greg. Thank you. Um, Love this day. I am going day. to wager. Uh, <laughs> mark the tape. At the end of this NFL season, we will still not know if uh, Justin Fields is the quarterback of the future because they will be so bad in front of him. He won't be able to do much. I that's not I don't think that's too outlandish actually. No. No. No I, fault of his own. I don't think right. it'll be his fault. 
I don't know what this regime thinks of him or, I mean, I know they needed, they needed to get, I mean, I, I, I don't know football. Like I know baseball. I know no, they need to get either. dudes in here. So the fact that he traded down and we actually got 11 picks out of that's this, good. But we had six. I mean, that's, that's, that's pathetic. Ryan pace for you. Yep. Yeah. I mean, um, so that's like the opposite of what we're used to. So, I mean, it looks like they just took a draft of almost like best available, I know everyone's getting they're giving them shit for not getting more West weapons for Justin Fields, but right. I mean we got the team got so many goddamn problems. So I mean I just every time I hear Matt Eberflus's different acronyms for things he believes in, I just roll <laughs> my eyes and I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> Cause we're sick of all the bullshit. I like, just say just just win. Right. Just win, we baby. Can't. Al Davis, that's right. all I want. I can't take all this. I stuff. don't want to hear what is what is the bullshit thing he was telling people the day he got <laughs> hired? It was like was it push or hit system? Hits. Hits, His hit system, system. And, yeah. And then and then he was talking about the other day. He's like, well, you know, we got we want guys. This new word that I learned about, it's called having a growth mindset. I'm like, oh, good lord, growth <laughs> mindset has been around for like a decade, dude. If you're just learning about it now, we're in trouble. But granted, I know he's a football <laughs> coach and he's not in education, but uh, but still, he's catching up to you, Justin. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> give, give me a clipboard, man. And, right. uh, a sheet that says BU. If this, I can if this is the shit you're going to push out, you know, shit, I got it from here, man. So, yeah, hits the hit system. And I don't know, whatever. Like I, like I told Herb, was it Herb or Jake last week when we interviewed him? I try, I'm trying so hard to find another team and they keep pulling me back in with all their stupid crap because it's just comical well, I, to me. I'm actually not. I, I mean, this draft, it was just like, it wasn't I don't bad. know. Well, I should, it I should clarify. Bad. It was I good. Like, that wasn't I mean, bad. They got, they got dudes who they think, I mean, this is a new regime. I mean, I'm, we're hoping that this, you know, this is going to be the thing that works. I mean, what, I mean, there's no history to let us know that, but I mean, we got, we got dudes here on the roster that fill that fill holds. And we've, we got, I mean, it's just essentially a lot of lotto tickets. If we hit on a couple of them, I guess that's, I guess that's solid, and then we'll see where where that takes us again. There's, there's still free agency. Technically, are they going to go out and get a free agent wide receiver? I don't know, but uh, yeah, I mean, I can't. You I know can't what? Be maybe upset maybe this draft. Maybe this will give David Montgomery a real chance to shine. If if they got the lineman, to, that's to block a huge him, thing. Yeah, that's the one thing that's giving me hope. And you know, maybe Cole Komet will. I don't know, get his head out of his ass and be able to catch the you know, ball. That, I, I don't know. On that point, like I think or the biggest thing know. for me <laughs> this bear season is no Matt Nagy. Like you know what? And no, and no Ryan Pace. for me. Yeah. Well, still, even even more for me, no Matt, Matt Nagy. I, yeah. I was still Nagy was, you know, still above on the yes. he was higher on the hate column than Ryan Pace was for me. Um, so I think that is my biggest thing that is giving me some sort of solace or uh, whatever I get. I don't even know if solace is the right word, but uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Vinny, it's your well, quantum of solace. Oh, oh that is an okay. underrated Bond movie. I know many people think it's terrible. It's an, <laughs> it's an, epi- it's an epilogue to Casino Royale, if you view it that way. So that's what I've heard. Can check it that's out. That's what I've heard. Um, Vinny, what's going on with the Bears? Honestly, I like this draft a lot. Okay, I know well, that's everybody promising. focuses on the lack of wide receivers drafted. Yes, yeah. that's unfortunate. Yeah. Um, Valus Jones Jr. actually looks like I, he was a 25-year-old playing in college. Yeah, older know, guy. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, people were upset about that. You know, oh, yeah. he's taking advantage, and he still didn't really shine. I don't know how much, you know, 
it's tough in college Tennessee that they really have a great quarterback there. Um, he's Not projected. He was, yeah, he was projected um, <laughs> yeah. to be like a fourth or fifth rounder on some people. So people are, you know, knocking him on that. Yeah. Um. You know, people are saying he can only be a kick returner. Okay. Um. You know, I saw some of his uh, pro day highlights. Um. You know, on uh, Twitter, the guy looks like he can run routes and he can catch the ball. Um. We'll see what the Bears' offensive staff can do with him. I'm excited to see what he can do. Um, I was okay with the defense, the the secondary that they drafted, yeah, cornerback mm-hmm. and the safety that they're supposed to start, be able to start day one. That's, That's huge. Yeah. That's what you need, definitely. Um, and for a you know, I don't know if people forgot how bad the Bears secondary was last year, but mm-hmm. the two games that stick out in my mind are the Steelers game and the Ravens game, which were pretty much almost I think back to back, or there was a game in between where yeah. Justin Fields drove them down, scored the touchdown, and then what happened? They got the the Ravens and the Steelers got the ball back and then just drove it down to win. Yeah, the game. yeah, yeah you're um, right. Yep. That was that was all in the secondary. They needed help there. When you have Aaron Rodgers in your division, you need to have a good secondary. Um, I was fine. I would, I you know, I was fine with those picks. They need those were needs that they needed. Um, and they they drafted uh those players that were best on the board. Uh, they didn't reach for a wide receiver. They didn't take a problem wide receiver like the guy out of Georgia, who mm-hmm. seemed like a head case. Um, they got a lot of offensive linemen. They got um, let's see here. I'm counting it out. Got a punter, two, didn't three, they, or something? Four, four. Yep, that was another yeah. need. Um, but they yeah. got four. Offensive lineman in in Ryan Pace's entire um, tenure with the Bears, which I think what was it, almost ten years? Too right? long, too long. Yeah, eight, seven ten, or eight, almost, yeah, yeah, eight eight years. Yeah. He drafted nine offensive linemen. So in, <laughs> this guy already took four. in one draft, wow. he took four, um, which is back, which is also great. Yes, in moving back, I know there were people. Um, uh, our favorite guy, Hub Arkish, was upset that the Bears kept trading back. Was he the, really? The, the last yeah. day, yes, he was. Um, <laughs> he was upset that they were trading back. And it at that point on day three, it's a crapshoot. You might as well have as many opportunities to hit. Exactly, I think that was 100%. a smart move. Um, you know, I kind of trust Ryan Pace because he was an offensive I, offensive lineman. Uh, Poles. You know, Poles. Poles. Played, Poles. 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 Yeah, God. Uh, Poles, yeah, it's I'm, scary when that happens. Every, yeah, it? everybody yeah. does that. <laughs> yeah, I know. But Poles was an offensive lineman um, when he played, so I feel like he's going to be able to find those diamond in the roughs and later in the draft. Um, and there have been some very good Pro Bowl linemen that have been fifth and sixth round picks. So sure. hopefully they hit on one of them. They got a bunch of guys in there that can push the current staff. Um, you know, and hopefully you know raise everybody else up just by having all that competition in there. Um, I thought it was a great draft. I know a lot of people were upset because there were no, you know, weapons, but they did, you know, they got Byron Pringle um, when he's not doing donuts. Hopefully he can do <laughs> donuts in the end zone. Well, after he scores a touchdown, he, you know, I kind of like him. He was the fourth receiver at a, you know, in a crowded Kansas city offense. Mm-hmm. How much is he going to get, um, you know, with looks there? I'm excited to see what he can do. Um, I know um, they got Enquinanius uh, uh, St. Brown. St. Brown, uh, yeah. From, uh, the Packers, we'll see what he can do. Um, you know, there's ties with Luke Getze there. So Luke Getze might know him better than, you know, most other teams. Mm-hmm. So maybe he knows what his strengths are there. 
Um, you know, he wasn't much of a receiver with them, with the Packers. Right. Um, they didn't have many options there. So I don't know what they're going to get out of him. He's just depth piece. Um, so I was perfectly fine with the draft. Um, they went, you know, line heavy, um, which that, that entails that, I mean, that's helping Justin Fields is getting line help. Um, even if they're fifth and sixth round, seventh oh, round without picks. a doubt. Um, so that that's helping Justin Fields in itself. So it wasn't a complete waste. I, I don't buy into the rumors that the management doesn't like Justin Fields or you know no. the front office doesn't like Justin Fields. I don't buy that crap. Um, I, I think they do like him. Obviously, they're not tied to him. But um, I think he was part of the appeal in taking this job for both Ryan Poles and uh, Matt Eberflus. So, yeah, I was fine with the draft, uh, and I'm excited to see what's in store for the season ahead. Nice. Good recap. I feel like uh, I am well-informed now, Vinny. Thank you. You're welcome. I I can't trust a Bears quarterback yet. No, I'm hoping no. it's just. I hope to God it's Justin Fields, and I, I hope, hope too. I hope you're right. I hope just too. like shit. We can't. I can't do this fucking dance again. Yep. Every, every couple <laughs> of years, yeah. it's every. like goddamn. We have to find the guy. Right. Uh, was it Jay Cutler? No. Was it? Was it? Uh, I think. Well, you know who I, I blame? Hub Arkish just for everything now. There you go. <laughs> I think that's the way to go. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. There goes the the interview I had lined up. Thanks, Craig. Uh, you can still have him on. He's no, still. I mean, he's he's used to getting roasted, right? I mean, <laughs> I have three three nobodies. That's nothing. Yep. So yeah, but he'd be the fourth. He'd be great. Uh, <laughs> um. All right. Well done. To wrap up, uh, CHGO. Which, if you've listened to, uh, we had Herb Lawrence, who is the White Sox. <coughs> Uh, lead uh, content producer for them on last week. But CHGO also uh, had hired Olin Krutz to help <laughs> run their Bears content along with Adam Hogue, who, uh, if you're from Chicago, I believe Adam worked for, is it the Tribune or the Sun-Times? I can't remember. He was a beat writer for the Bears. He got hired. He was there at CHGO. Uh, the story broke this week. All of a sudden, Olin Krutz was fired from the brand new CHGO startup for putting his hands around Adam Hogue's neck is what I read. I don't know if you guys heard anything differently. Yes. For, nope, uh, that's and about it. <laughs> uh, you know, there's been instances of, we talked about it before we started recording Olin Krutz supposedly was it he broke Fred Mitchell's jaw. Fred, Fred, Fred Miller. Jaw. Sorry. Fred Miller's jaw, former teammate, right? Yep. Okay. Uh, see, for a while, I was thinking of Fred Mitchell, who is the old uh, beat writer for, like, I think the Sun Times or the Tribune. Like, why, <laughs> why would he beat it? A, why would he beat up an old man? Hey, he might have. It won't. You wouldn't hold him back. You can't and be he's surprised. just said odd things. Obviously, I know to be a football player, to be a lineman of his caliber, you got to be a little bit unhinged, maybe a little off center to uh, be that good at your job. Um, but. There's you, you can't do that Take, in a taking, workplace. Yeah, it's kind of keeping it with. I him, know I he's he's yeah. been very very vocal. He would not apologize for this. I saw on Twitter he would not apologize for what he did, um, and he has been very vocal just about he doesn't like when people that haven't played football kind of diss the Bears a little bit. And I'm like, well, dude, I don't know what to tell you, man. That's what. That's, what the that's gonna be mostly. That's gonna be mostly everyone, dude. And they're not <laughs> good. So it just makes me wonder. And I know we, we'll, we can talk about this, but it makes me wonder. Like George McCaskey and that whole paying him minimum wage 
everyone immediately took Olin Cruz's side. Is there more to the story? Is George McCaskey saying there? I talk, I talk. I told you guys, I told you the very fact that we go have to go back and like, you know, send out like a retraction or something is just right. sickening. <laughs> yes. So is I just he's like, mother, mother, I told you, Virginia, I mother, I told you as he's looking in the mirror. Talking <laughs> right. to Psycho. Yes. Yep. Um, I don't know. Do you guys have any takes on this? I, I, I don't understand it. it I, it's not I, I read I that. Um, I read that he th- showed up to the you know the office and uh hogue was talking with somebody else about i guess olin walked off the set uh mm-hmm. when the bears had their draft because he was so upset i mean he must have made a comment or upset, a remark at, the, about upset that. at the draft like yeah was olin like, oh, was, really? they drafted okay. a bunch and of linemen i'm surprised i was he's gonna not say happy. yeah well it was the first day when they drafted mm-hmm. a cornerback uh, uh, maybe it was okay. when they drafted the safety i, I didn't watch it or um yeah. listen to it but yeah supposedly um hogue made a comment about olin getting upset and walking off supposedly he made a comment about that and yeah obviously Ooh, olin that's what led to that lit major offense although there's a lot of jokes going around saying that um uh adam hogue had made fun of sam mustafer um i've heard i read that too yeah yeah and that that's what ticked olin off because sam mustafer is like a son to olin so um, you know. yeah but then i also saw yeah. someone joke and say i don't think even mama mustafer even cares if someone's making fun of her son <laughs> <laughs> but yeah Vinny, you better be just, careful if there's a knock on your door it's gonna be olin yeah. for making fun of him <laughs> right? i think it'd be like the t-rex like the foot like jurassic park like you hear the thump of the footprints coming the phone, you know, the phone calls coming from inside the house it's right, right. <laughs> He's oh, yeah. getting I don't tackled know. right now, right live on uh on this recording. On, on the right podcast. Oh, that would yeah. hurt so out bad. of nowhere. Uh, he <laughs> yeah. had a good run. Yeah, well, he had a good run. Right? I'm just waiting for the the badger blanket that's hanging up to like slowly unfurl. You know, it's right behind me. Oh god, <laughs> that'd be terrible. That would what? be. I'm, it's like terrifying just thinking about it. Ooh, yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, there you go. You gotta get uh, no, from Adam Hogue's perspective. What did that feel like? You know, because Adam oh, Hogue's like been a lay, lanky dude. He's a you lanky know? guy. Yeah. So Jesus, <laughs> I don't know. So we'll see. We'll 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 keep you guys updated if there's any more. I know Hogue supposedly wanted to continue. They were podcasting or doing something yeah. on YouTube. He was ready to continue after it happened, and they're like, "No, we're we're not. Gonna, <laughs> we're we're going to stop. Him. We're yeah. dismissing everyone." So. <laughs> So, yeah, so there you go. Um, the last thing I'll say, we don't need to play the music or anything, but for the NHL, the playoffs has started next week. The first round should be over. Greg, your Flames are currently losing. Uh, oh, come on. To- if they lose tonight, though, the series will be tied 1-1 with Dallas because uh, they won the first game, and your Tampa Bay Lightning actually beat up on my Maple Leafs last night. So the uh, opposite is the opposite is happening of what we need to happen. Yeah. So uh, Wait, so what's the Maple Leaf series at? Now? It is one one as well. Oh, it is one one. They time. they okay. smoked the Lightning the first game and then the Lightning brought it back. Uh, yeah, got to get back on this hockey. Yes. So yeah. next week, if these two oblige me, I will recap the first round because it should be pretty close to being over by then. But uh, that's it. the only other thing I wanted to say <laughs> is, which I found hysterical, uh, the Pittsburgh Penguins and the New York Rangers game uh, two nights ago went into triple overtime. Yeah. Um, their backup goalie is playing. So their backup backup is on the bench. Um, he's a he's he played in the AHL mostly. He's he's played on a couple different NHL teams. His name's Louis Deming. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the reason I bring this up, though, that I find it so funny is the whole game's going on. The the, the Penguins backup Casey DeSmith is rock solid. They ended up winning the game. But um, 
in between the first overtime and the second overtime, their their backup backup, Louis Deming, decided to order spicy pork and broccoli to eat in between periods because <laughs> he was figuring, I'm not going to get in this game. I'm an AHL goalie. I'm good. Right. But lo and behold, the second period, halfway through it, Casey DeSmith goes down with an injury and oh, spicy no. broccoli himself, Louis Deming, is put <laughs> into the game. Hasn't played in like three weeks. I think he played oh, six God. NHL games. He stuck it out for them. They won, and he is now wow. a in Pittsburgh. Look uh, at that. <laughs> yes. So they lost tonight with him starting because their 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 other goalie's still hurt. And, and he didn't have the he didn't have the spicy beef. He didn't yes. have the spicy yeah. yeah. So we'll see. Their true starter, Tristan Jari, who I know we talked about with uh Jake Hahn last yeah. week, is still injured. They need him back desperately. So they just they lost tonight as well. So there you is go. That the guy you want on the Hawks? I would take him. I mean, yeah. he's he's decent. He's, yeah. he's he's nothing nothing to write home about, but uh, get the AHL dude. Yeah, the broc- the sure. Broccoli spicy beef, spicy beef, <laughs> spicy beef. Broccoli farts going. Keep them. Pucks I was away, just I was trying so. to find the article on the Pittsburgh Gazette, and then the 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 like click on the next link article was we think we found the restaurant that they ordered his spicy pork from. I'm like, <laughs> oh my! It was a slow news day. It's like, oh right. man, well, they they we put our best man on this story, calling <laughs> exactly. around different restaurants. Oh, did you get an order from <laughs> from Pittsburgh Penguins in, in Madison <laughs> right. Square Garden? Yeah, it's like, come on, Jesus. Or Pitts, I don't. I'm assuming I think they're in Madison Square Garden. Yeah. So, that's all right. Well, yeah. that's all we have. Uh, Vinny, do you have any other final parting words before we wrap up? I don't go on to our second segment. I should say we are filming this out of yes, order. Segment. So <laughs> those of you that are listening or watching on YouTube, you were going to our second segment or whatever segment, which is a preview of the White Sox Red Sox upcoming weekend series with the one and only Brad from the pesky report fellow podcast on the belly up sports network, one of their highest rated. Uh, so there you go. So I don't know. Uh, but before we stop, Vinny, do you have anything? Or are you good? I don't. I'm good. You're good. All right, Greg, what about you? I think Everything has been said that's been need needed to said. If say are, I don't know what the fuck I'm saying. <laughs> wait, if you if you are a fan of MLB the show, check out our YouTube channel. Greg has been uploading MLB the show content. I'm waiting for my guy. I got a little bit of RTTS up there. Road to the show. Hopefully, I make Triple A soon. Been playing a lot of the Tennessee Smokies lately. I and watched actually, a little bit of that. Was it my, Smokies? And giving up, giving some home, yeah, bringing some home runs to some guys. So, but we'll get some more up there. Maybe some NHL 22 vids coming your way with a little Ooh. bit of commentary for myself nice. i have an idea in mind now i just got to do it uh which is the hard part so yeah, finding the impossible time. part yeah finding time oh good lord so there this has go. been fun boys it has been fun we will leave our wonderful listeners and viewers and uh enjoy the second segment and we will catch you next week bye everybody take care Welcome to whatever. Baseball and whatever. Mercy. A little different again tonight. We don't have any top five sinister sixes or double O sevens for you. Instead, we have a very important baseball series kicking off Friday. And we brought in another podcast to preview this series for us. Now, they may be some pesky motherfuckers, but they need their team to win. And we need our team to win. But only one of us can, ladies and gentlemen a.k.a. mom and dad, please welcome the number one rated show on the Billy Up Sports Podcast Network. Could they cover the 10 and 16 Boston Red Sox? The Pesky Report. Brad, welcome to Baseball and Whatever. How you doing, brother? I've been better. 
I'm on the right <laughs> side of the dirt. I, that's that's like my favorite saying right now. I'm on the right side of the dirt. <laughs> good way to look at it. That's a really I, I good think way to so. Look at it. I mean, this well, I mean, look at it. We feel like this is kind of like a zero to hero moment right now, where we kind of where we have the number one show on the network meets the uh, lowest rated show, I guess. But uh, we have a series coming up that I guess we're going to preview and talk about. I mean, let's face it. We, our teams are both the Red Sox and White Sox could use some uh, W's right now. So uh, we're uh, kicking off Friday and really quick. I I had some, um, I had a couple kind of just like hot take questions for you towards the end. We can get to the series first, but uh, we kind of have a shared guy joining the, uh, the booth on, uh, is it Sunday? Where they're doing the Peacock broadcast? Is that only? Is that is that uh, inter, is that uh, nationally or is that just local by us? Where Jason Benetti, Steve Stone, and Kevin Euclid will be taking the booth? I believe that's Sunday morning, isn't it? That's uh, NBC and Peacock. And Peacock, okay. So cause... NBC owns Peacock, so yes. right. But they they are planning on doing more of these Peacock only. Uh, sun, I think there's Sunday morning games, which is absolutely ridiculous because who wants to watch a game at 11.30 in the morning? Right, um, 10.30 by us. And I was like, yeah, what that's, the fuck? That's, that's absolutely <laughs> crazy. Fun fact, I will be in Boston at 11 o'clock on Sunday morning, but I will not be at Fenway. Oh, <laughs> yikes. I, unplanned, un- completely unplanned. I'm bringing my stepmom uh, for Mother's Day. Oh, nice. oh okay. Nice. Oh, that's, yeah. And yeah. we decided to go to Boston. So <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I just had a mini panic attack that Mother's Day is this weekend. And then I realized I bought gifts that they just haven't gotten here yet. So, oh, man. You the, also the color man. almost just completely Jeez. went from my face there for about two seconds. So, but either way, uh, Kevin Euclid will be joining the booth for that broadcast. He, of course, was a long time uh, famously for the Boston Red Sox and one year or like just a couple months on the White Sox. But you will see occasionally see a number 20 Euclid uh, jersey or t shirt around. Uh, around uh, the uh, suburbs or something like that. So uh, Brad, welcome in. It's good to have you, man. How you, uh, how you been, how you're, how you feeling about your Red Sox, dude. We can uh, just skip over that. I'm doing <laughs> Love it. <laughs> the Red Sox. I listen, I just got done recording our episode and there was a lot of F bombs dropped. <laughs> and, of course. And, and, and also a lot of shoot them to the, shoot them to the sun, shoot them out of this galaxy. Well, I, did, I didn't want to bring up Shohei because I know how that performance went today. I figured I'd let you talk about that, but I'm sure you pretty much covered all that on your uh, previous uh, when you're recording for your show before you joined us here. So so I actually did not get a chance to watch that game. I missed, okay. I missed uh, you know, I was working. So yeah, uh, I got to listen to it, uh, unfortunately. <laughs> so 11Ks for Shohei. Mm-hmm. Um, Rich Hill was dealing. That's cool. He was, yeah. Those all those all the, what was it eight to nothing or was it eight to nothing? The final score. So all those runs came late for the Angels, if I'm not mistaken. It came so. from the sixth inning on. <laughs> Rich Hill pitched five innings, and five after innings, that, yeah. Taylor Hall came Mountain. in and gave two th- two thirds of an uh, inning. I am so happy that somebody else from another podcast is calling him that. <laughs> I, we haven't we we as soon as the, as soon as the socks signed him i told my guy who does our designs for our shirts and stuff it's yeah. like we need a dick mountain shirt oh yeah <laughs> so we, we literally we literally have it, it says dick mountain but instead of the eye it's a silhouette of rich hill <laughs> nice Perfect. It Perfect. it amazes me that that guy is still. I remember when he was a cub. I like he yep. came up with a the Cubs. If I'm not mistaken, that, I was like in high school. That was like oh four, oh five, oh six, something like that. So. 
good lord, that guy's been around. And he's kind of had like a career resurgence with L.A. And then he's kind of bounced around a little bit. And now he's found his way to Boston. So, oh, boy, man, he the guy just won't go away. He's like a rash. I, I have to say, uh, <laughs> one of my favorite moments of Rich Hill is when he got taken out of the World Series and the Red Sox shoved. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> understandable. Yep. Very yep. understandable. Yep. All right, Brad, before we kick it off with some of the uh, with the upcoming games here between the Red Sox and White Sox, I have to ask you um i feel like i don't know how where this guy stand. i'm sure this guy's pretty big in you know red sox history and everything um but oh i always felt like he was an underrated player please tell me your favorite trot nixon memory who i feel like has been like the quintessential number five hitter for like the 10 years he was in uh boston trot nixon was the original dirt dog um <laughs> right fielder i, I swear like that guy would you just see him with the eye black and yep. diving for the balls. You know, he put his body in harm. Um, yeah, I when he ended up on the Indians, I probably cried. Uh, I, I think that's I right. did. Well, that's when the Red Sox brought in J.D. Drew, right? They didn't re-sign him. He signed a one-year with the Indians, but that was the beginning of the J.D. Drew era, right? Was that like 06 or something? I can't remember. So, so truth be told, mm-hmm. truth be told. Uh, I didn't start following the Red Sox as a diehard fan until 2013. Oh, that, okay. wasn't, that okay. was not because they, they won the World Series. It wasn't because of the bombing or anything. My very first game I ever went to was in 2013. And it just so happened to be the day before the bombing. Mm, and wow. I got to see I got to see Clay Buckholtz. He had yeah. a no-hitter go. Uh, he I think he pitched eight and a thirds, eight, eight and a third inning. This start sounds familiar. Yeah, this is kind of coming back to me. Yeah. It was against the Rays. Okay. So Hmm. uh, any like anything really before 2013, I have to look up, unfortunately. But uh, like I (laughs) remember J.D. Drew, um, not a huge fan. Um, (laughs) Not many people were. Didn't hate him. Right. Right. You know, but like you want to talk Pedro, you want to talk Poppy, (laughs) things like that. I, well, I want to talk a little PD. Of course. <laughs> I always have, I always have to drop in a rando. That's just like what I do. Cause whenever I think of you know Red Sox or whatever, I think of number five in the batting order, Trot Nixon, you know, weird ass first name and everything, but underrated player, You're like career two eighty with the uh, Red Sox, if I'm not mistaken. So I said, I've never actually talked to like a, you might be the first like real Red Sox fan I've talked. Yeah. I mean, we have a lot of bullshit Red Sox fans here in Ooh. Chicago. That's um, true. Yeah, but well, um, the so. fact that you have any type of Red Sox fans in Chicago is kind of, I guess, like I, I guess know. I guess they walk around. I don't believe them. You know, I I think they're just posing or whatever. I'm like <laughs> posers. Yeah, yeah. You're just like y'all full of shit. Chicago's so. got plenty of posers. I can tell you that. Oh much, yeah, so. definitely. <laughs> oh, do we ever? Do we ever? So the yeah. Boston ones. I mean, that's why that's why they come here pretty much. So. <laughs> We can just post as fans, all the sports fans. So, but either way, we got a series coming up. Um, Vinny, uh, who do we? Uh, what's this? What's the outlook like for the uh, for the White Sox here? Who do we have? Who do we have going uh, on uh, Friday at least? Let's kick it off there. Yep, the White Sox have uh, Vince Velasquez uh, going. <laughs> he's yeah, he's pitched uh, 17, uh, two-thirds inning, uh, with an ERA of 4.58, whip of 1.47. Uh, batters are hitting 264 against him, against him, and his BAPIP is 3. 
20. Not good for the White Sox as the first first game starter in that series. Good start last time against the Angels, but that's about it. I mean, get the get this guy in my fucking rotation, please. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. He's earned another start. But yeah, this guy was supposed to be a swing man. When we had our guy, uh, Herb Lawrence, on, you know, he was pretty pissed when he signed him. And I was like, you know what, Herb? I was like, okay for a swingman for a little bit. You know, if we need him out of the bullpen spot start here and there, then the next thing you know, he's making the opening day start for the White Sox at home. And you're like, oh, fuck, you know, yeah, this, is, this, is, really, really this is really this is really fucking happening right here. I know Herb took it personally, too, because he took Robin Ventura's number 23. That's true. So, uh, <laughs> but uh, that, but no, he's he, he, he did well against the Angels this last time, so he gets another start right here. Uh, I don't know, uh, Brad. Is uh, are the Red Sox fearing of Vince Velasquez at all, or are you just you just you know you getting hungry, ready to take this guy over the monster? Right about now, I think the Red Sox fans are fearing any pitcher. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally our offense is fucking atrocious. <laughs> we were just like I said, we were just talking uh, on on our podcast. We have not had a single game this season that we've had double digits uh, for runs. And that's something mm. that's like unheard of uh, for wow. the Red Sox, especially this, this, I mean, I know it's still early in the season, but this late in the season, the Red Sox would have at least gotten 10 runs. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah. and, and the fact that everybody's was saying that uh, the Red Sox offense is going to be like the strong point of this team. And it's like, well, it's been the shitty point, you know, like this, this offense is fucking terrible right now. <laughs> oh boy. I'm having Cub flashbacks right I now. See, just hearing about this. Hey, right, the, so the Cubs at least got 21 runs this yeah, year. Yeah, so. yeah, they did. True. They had the football I'm sure, game. So I, I'm sure the Red Sox would have 40 something against the Pirates. That's true. Yeah. That's true. That's like a double A team at this point. But they are ahead of the Cubs in the standings, which pains that's, me to no end. That's that's bad. That's, that's really terrible. bad. So. I mean, it can't be worse than the Reds. <laughs> no, they're not. Thankfully, they haven't no. sunk that low quite yeah, yet. With but their damn give them time. Wins. Give them time. Yeah, I mean, who, who, well, who's, I mean, Trevor Story hasn't uh, gotten hot yet. Kike's been struggling a little bit. Um, Cover that lineup. I know they're trying, that's jumbled around a little bit. Uh, yeah, just get waiting for this offense to heat up a little bit, I suppose, too. Like Kike, you said, not Kike's, Kike's cold. Alex Verdugo needs to heat up. Uh, Bobby Dahlbeck is just uh, like an automatic strikeout. Um, Jackie Bradley Jr. has actually been hitting a little bit lately okay. the past couple of days. That's, uh, you know, I'm a, with my name being Bradley, I gotta be, that's my boy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Vasquez and Plawecki are just, you know, we have the same on our podcast, uh, let's break 10 hashtag let's break 10. And that's because last year, both catchers together hit nine home runs <laughs> and so far they've only hit one and we're, we're like, maybe we curse them. It could be. <laughs> so they're on pace be. for that nine, I guess. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, really. <laughs> um, but, uh, but well, yeah, the bottom part of our, our 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 lineup is just. Yeah. How how is Bobby Dahlback been received in uh in uh Boston? Because uh, he's 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 relatively young player, first baseman. I know that's a position they targeted to up to upgrade maybe, but he's been he he's kept his job. How's he uh? Uh, we we have a Dollback fan club in Boston going on there, or nope, nope. <laughs> <laughs> I, tried, I tried, Bobby. <laughs> um, so Bobby Bobby's rookie rookie year was basically last year. 
Yeah. Uh, he came up in the 2020 season. Uh, he mashed a little bit. I think he had like a, like 20 games. I don't know. Okay. Um, I know last year he struggled in the beginning of the season. Then when we traded for Mitch Moreland, not Mitch Moreland. Wow. Um, Mitch God. Moreland blessed yeah. in the past. Sh- yeah, Schwarber. Why, yeah. why I said that. Schwarber. Both him. 18s. Both 18s. There yeah. you go. That's why. Uh, when we uh, when we traded for Schwarber, um, he all of a sudden like got his got his shit together. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I'm pretty sure what happened was is Bloom was like, oh, he got his shit together at the end of the season last year. Maybe we can ride that out until uh, Casas, our number one prospect down in AAA right now, who's also a first baseman. He's yeah. he's also a lefty. Yeah. Um, and he also fucking mashes balls. Um. <clears throat> But maybe maybe they thought that was going to be the bridge to Casas, but uh, it doesn't look like that's going to be a thing. Um, but uh, Bobby fan club, there's a few people out there that are huge Bobby fans. Um, <laughs> I don't hate the dude. Just okay. wish wish he would uh, not do a Giancarlo Stanton and swing everything that's in the dirt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Understand. Um, Vinny, who do we have going for who or maybe obviously any of you guys can answer, but who's going for the uh, Red Sox in uh, the Friday uh, game right here? Do they have a guy slated to go starting pitcher? You asking me or Vinny? I'm asking any anybody. Of you guys. Uh, so I know all the pitchers that we have going. Uh, oh, I heard okay. that there were two TBDs for you guys. I don't know if they announced them yet. Oh, I'm getting to yeah, those guys. They did. So. Oh, <laughs> oh okay. they did announce them? Well, well, I guess no. I guess, well... I mean, Keiko is slated. Because I have no. an I have an idea, but <laughs> I, I I have up on fan graphs what they're they're saying yeah. they're gonna have. But uh, what's up with Keiko supposedly like on the verge of being DFA'd? Oh, he's yeah. <laughs> so I'm hoping that happens. Um, wow. So you might you might be saying maybe you're seeing a little bit of Johnny Cueto on Saturday, possibly. I don't know. They're saying he's coming up soon. He's coming up soon. I'll tell you one thing, Dallas Keuchel, and we're like the anti uh, Dallas Keuchel pod right now. We, it all started with Vinny ever since he said mean things about the Cubs. And then then he's just been ass hat terrible uh, for him. He was good the COVID year. Um, 2020, but that's about it. I would say he's been a fucking hack. I mean, you could literally, that guy is throwing BP out there. He might as well take the fucking L screen with him and just fucking throw the, just fucking soft, soft toss out Jesus. there. So eat. So I was going to say, eat the fucking money, uh, Jerry Reinsdorf and get this guy off, you know, off the fucking team. He's got a hot wife. He can go enjoy. He doesn't need to be here wearing a terrible Jersey number. So um, if that's the case, I mean, you're either going to get Johnny Cueto up, who is close, who is close, they say. I don't know, close to what? Close to more suckage. Or you might get some asshat uh, young Jimmy Lambert or some shit like that. I don't know. He might be hurt or he might be dead. I don't know. But, <laughs> or, um, both. or both. Or both, yeah. Or both. <laughs> might as well be both. But, uh, yeah, so that's what it looks like um, for, um, for uh, whatchamacallit, Saturday. But for the uh, White Sox coming. All right, here, so but, um, the the Red Sox, uh, yeah. we have Nathan Ivaldi going on Friday, which is on Apple TV. Um, right, that's and then right. Saturday we have Mr. Nicholas Pavetta. Okay, I wanted to get to him too later. Say, so I'm looking at his stat line right now. It's yeah. not too appealing. Good. I'm not going to lie. Because I feel like if that's another guy, because ever since Sale got hurt, like they had to bump everyone up. And Eovaldi, I mean, he's what kind of he's technically your ace right now. And then, but yeah, 
Pavetta has been, what is he like? I, I don't know if he's gotten a win. He's got a high ERA and everything, just not been throwing very well. So that's a guy from the starting pitching stance that needs to get, that definitely needs to get hot for you guys. I feel like if they can get him going, maybe, uh, maybe that can, well, I mean, that would almost certainly help out a little bit. I don't know. I actually just pissed off two people on my podcast for saying I want him as our closer. Wow. Really? Okay. Okay. Wow. Interesting. Um, um, I don't hate uh, Pavetta. And he's not having a great start to the season. Uh, last year, he had a, a 453 ERA and uh, 31 games. Um, he pitched 155 innings this season so far. He's owned four with a 784 ERA. And okay. he started in five games. And I went to one of the games, which was opening day at Fenway. Mm-hmm. And I was oh man hate that feeling on opening day um but yeah looking at him i mean and then i look at the white Sox right now i know i know you have all these nasty i mean that guy should that guy's that guy's stuff is nasty so i mean but looking with pavetta i look at that you know as a opportunity for because the white Sox are building off some confidence right now they've got three wins in a row I'm hoping, I mean, hoping from my side, at least that's a guy they can uh, beat up on a little bit and at least can secure one win, but uh, <laughs> he's, I don't he's, know. He's, he's owned four right now. He's due. He's due for one. <laughs> oh, God. He's due. Of course, of course, it's going to be against, uh, against, oh, it'll be my against guys. the White Sox. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Right. Maybe Leori Garcia will get a hit off of him or something. I hope he's like batting that, cleanup so. or something on it, knowing Tony LaRusso. Yeah, he hasn't, he hasn't, he, he just hit a home yet, run so. last night. See, he's whoop, proving you're wrong. Whoop de doo. Move him back so. up the line, Move him back <laughs> right? up the lineup then. Yeah, yeah right. He's gonna go in the number two or three spot. Now. Yeah. God damn it. So uh, um yeah, so then moving to Sunday, then we have the what the 8 a.m. game or whatever the hell it is. <laughs> the 1130 <laughs> Mother's Day game. The eleven thirty Mother's Day game where everyone will be donning pink. Uh great day, obviously. Um so then, what are what are the uh, what are we looking like for that, Vinny, for the White Sox? Who we got starting that game? You think Dylan Cease is slated to start? Um, Ooh, we have an pitched, off day. Woo-hoo. Yep, had 29, uh, 29 innings pitched this year, two point four eight ERA, point nine eight WHIP. Uh, batters are hitting one eighty four against him, and his bat pip is two fifty. Nasty, mm, not bad. <laughs> Could be win day, but they're going up against Michael Walker, who's been. Almost Michael Walker has been good. good this year. He has. Yeah. Your guy, Vinny, former Cardinal. Michael so. yeah. fucking Walker, dude. We have <laughs> Who knew? We have this guy on our podcast. The minute he signed with the Red Sox, he was like, fuck this signing. And <laughs> now, now he's just like, huh. Maybe I was wrong. <laughs> I <laughs> That's mean, always he, how it goes. Yeah. I know. I mean, he's only given up four four runs, and two of them were to Wander Franco. He hit a home. Oh, wow. he, hit, yeah. he hit two home runs off of him. So he's wow. th- he's thrown 26 innings. He's given up 13 hits, four runs, two of them home runs, both of them to Franco. Uh he's walked 11, which isn't awesome. Uh he struck out 19, but I mean he doesn't have that same velocity that he had right. back in like 2013. Nope. So uh if you would have told me like 10 years ago that Michael Waka would be starting for the Boston Red Sox in 2022. Mm-hmm. I'd tell you, you were full of shit. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> well, I would have never, I, I honestly would have never seen him leaving the Cardinals and I was shocked. He did. Yeah. 
And he was he was a rave last year, wasn't he? Wasn't yep. that who he was? So did yeah. they did they unlock something in him, and the, did he bring it over to the Red Sox? I think it was his changeup. Okay. Um, they wanted him to use that more. Okay. But in fairness, if like typically if the Rays uh, reject you, you're not good. Right. And, or they like, don't see he, something. Yeah. yeah. He he had twenty nine. He pitched in twenenty nine games last year. Uh, he had a 505 ERA, so I believe he was okay. hurt last year too, though. I think he was, yeah. Hmm. That's interesting. Well, I'm just glad that he's not. I'm glad he's not in the Cubs division anymore. Because oh god, every time he had to pitch for the Cardinals, it was just like, well, that's going to be another Cubs loss for the most part. So, <laughs> oh, yeah, you boy. guys still have Wainwright, Yachty, and Albert Pujols. Yes, <laughs> talk yeah, about a blast from the past. Guys won't yeah. go away. It's like a seniors uh, club down <laughs> the there. The tour. Exactly. Speaking, speaking of seniors, I had a question for you, White Sox guys. Yeah. Thoughts on Larusso? Larusso. Oh man. Oh boy. The this... walking zombie. Yeah. Now <laughs> this, this can date back. So, oh, I mean, some our podcast almost grew on Tony Larusso content. I mean, that was like there from the very inception. That was like oh, our first uh, big hit on YouTube. That, too. <laughs> that video blew up. The At first, the first big up. hit. The first big hit was uh, the whole "You're Mean Mercedes" bullshit. Who's back, by the way? Now he's coming back to play in AAA. Yep. But that was that whole thing. What do you know? Pretty much told the tw- Rocco Bodelli. He's like, "Oh yeah, it's okay if you throw at this guy because he's got to learn or whatever that yeah. shit was." I mean, fuck it. But this Tony Larusa relationship. And I'm just speaking for me right now. I don't know how the the other two, uh, my other two boys feel, but. Uh, yeah, it started off terrible, and they can attest to that. Like that got on. I mean, bro, was it Bob Nightingale who kind of said, who kind of tweeted this out? Hey, the late sucks are talking to Tony yes. Larusa, and then everyone in Chicago was like, "Fuck you, Bob." We still say "fuck you, Bob." Yeah, but it was like no fucking way that this is gonna happen. Go ahead. Do you, do you actually say Bob? Because over here we call him Boob. We do say Boob. <laughs> We've yeah. done that we say, too. We done Boob. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we do say we say boob more recently, I think. So he is the yeah, one of the worst, but yeah, we like to say boob on this. Uh, Heyman's probably one of the worst. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's terrible. another one too. He's terrible. He's another one. Yeah, but yeah, if, if no. it's if it's not passing, I don't I don't care. No, like if, you're right. If you have if yep. you have Heyman, Nightingale's the one that broke the news about stories. So I was like, wait That's a minute, right. do we believe him? Right. <laughs> Can't be sure. Ah, broken sure. clocks right twice a day. You know, okay. he had to get one eventually. <laughs> but so yeah, Larusa started off cold. I was pissed. Everyone's been no one liked the move, and then no. I mean, most people still don't. To be fair, and but for, for me at least, for me personally, it's been hot and cold, hot and cold. And then sometimes I'd be like, all right, yeah, we're I mean we're winning a little bit. I don't know how much Tony has to do with it, but uh, we got a hurt team. You know, that dude's a Hall of Famer, blah, blah, blah. Then some days you're just like, you know, all Hall of Famers were shitty ones, too. And, you know, or towards the end of the career, it's like what we have going on here. And he's a zombie because he's resurrected from the dead and he looks like a fucking corpse. So <laughs> he was, yeah, I don't know. He's yeah, he's just for me right now. It's just like uh, he's just like old man. there, stinking up the bathroom sort of shit. So he was he was a coach when Dusty Baker was playing. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. See how fucking ancient this guy is. Yeah. So yeah, I, I mean, it'll tell what you know. What's really gonna be the deciding factor for me is what they do this postseason. I mean, first they got to get there. Obviously, they're supposed to be there, and we got to win. A, we got to win a fucking series. 
you know, otherwise I, I, I'm, I'm on my last leg with this Tony LaRusso experiment. We don't know what his contract is. We don't, I mean, he's just pretty much got a free fucking pass because he's in with the owner. So he's just kind of there doing his thing. He has probably more control uh, than most other managers do in their organization. Um, I mean, we, we just can't even grasp the amount of power this man actually has. So, um, to me, it's just in the end of winning and how he keeps this bullpen management going. I mean, there's been good days and there's been a lot of bad days too. So hot and cold relationships overall still, there's nothing I'm like excited about. And I'm not like a proud White Sox fan that goes, yes, we are managed by Tony LaRusa. No, I'm trying to like hide the fact. I'm like, yeah, no, we got Luis Robert and like Dylan Cease and shit. Like, that's cool. Like, I'm not going out saying, uh, yeah, I'm like proud of this. Shit, you're not advocating. Uh, you're not. You're not promoting yeah. it. No, I mean, you guys know I've been I've been more than fair with Tony too. I you I do have my meltdowns. Um, but uh, yeah, sure. I I believe I've been more than fair with what I've said. I've given Tony his kudos where it's where it's been due. Um, but uh, yeah, overall, it's just kind of like the jury. The jury's still out. It the just, way. The way I look at it, Greg, is he gave us that himself. He gave us a gif of himself running out of the dugout, which uh, he did was more than enough. That against that was the Indians. Perfect. Yep. That was yep. perfect. So, uh, we the, love that. you know, the Internet had its fun with that. And I will be forever grateful to Jerry Reinsdorf <laughs> for enabling that to happen. So oh, another, another question for you guys. Uh, an anniversary actually just passed for the White Sox on uh, last Friday. Mm-hmm. Do you know what anniversary that is? Oh, anniversary man. pass for the White Sox. I feel like I might have heard about this, but maybe not. It's not ringing Two, a bell. 2015 versus the Orioles. 2015 versus the Orioles. I can see the gears so. turning in Greg's head right now. <laughs> Wait, it's starting. It's clicking. It's starting to rub up. Yeah. Oh, I'm having trouble. Um, Orioles 2015. I'm trying to put this team together. Well, that have been was Burley um, on the team then? Is this? Is right, it, is I'll, I'll, I'll just, I'll just. Yeah, tell me. Yeah, yeah. On April 29th, 2015, which it would have been, it was the 29th last Friday. Yeah. Uh, the Baltimore Orioles defeated the Chicago White Sox eight to two in the first crowdless game ever That's played right. by Major League oh Baseball. Oh my gosh, team. I forgot about that game. Yeah, at Camden oh. Yards, right? Oh yep. yeah! Wow. Yeah. Okay, that's what I was not thinking of that, but as soon as you said that. I was, uh, <laughs> I remember it now. That is how crazy. little did they know that that would not be the last time there would be a yeah, crowdless right? game? Yeah. Right. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. Like, no way this can happen. Again, it was just a precursor shit. of uh future events. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I want to say too, I heard on the radio today, I had the Cubs and Sox just finished up their first two game series. It has been, I believe, and I could be wrong on this, but they said on the radio, it's been 25 years now of interleague play since uh, interleague play was introduced into the majors back in. 97 so mm. somebody wow. called into the sports station complaining that the mlb wasn't making a bigger deal of celebrating the anniversary and i'm like i don't think anybody really even notices anymore <laughs> it's kind of no a given that you're gonna play and now the both team both leagues have the dh there's no difference really anymore so do you, do you, what are you guys thoughts on that i think Indeed. well it would, it would affect you more right Justin? Y- yeah i mean to be honest i go back and forth i, I frankly I'm at the point where I feel like it's an inevitability. So I kind of just, okay, I'll roll with it. I mean, it was kind of cool for Cubs fans to see some of the pitchers like Arietta who could really hit, uh, you know, occasionally you get the one really hit though. He, you know, I mean, he couldn't, he, he could hit lucky. for a pitcher hit for a yeah. pitcher. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you know, and then occasionally you get in the one in a million 
in a lifetime Bartolo Colon home run, which is just a thing of beauty. But all in all, big game, James, baby. Woo. Well, yeah, that too. <laughs> um, but I, I guess I'm in favor. I don't know. When I go to a game, I want to see offense. Granted, that goes against everything you know the league wants to do with cutting down the pace of play a little or, or speeding up the pace of play. But yeah. uh, I'm I'm indifferent. I'm fine with it. I, I'll go along with it. I don't know about you guys, but. There's one rule that I'm kind of like, hmm. So, and this isn't because we just faced him, but the Shohei Otani rule where like mm-hmm. if he's pitching yep. he, and he gets taken out, he could still be the DH. I'm yep. kind of like, after today, I'm like, nah, take him the fuck out. <laughs> Get him out of there. <laughs> exactly. Right? He's out. He's out. Yeah. I mean, the, the one new rule, which obviously, if I'm not mistaken, is being implemented next year with the banning of the shift or they're going to they're going to try and limit that, you know, I, I on the podcast and even for years before we even started a show, I would talk with these guys that I would you know, I would get so frustrated about, especially guys like Anthony Rizzo. When he was a cub, they would have this major shift to the right side because he's a lefty. And it's like, you know, I, you're a pro. How hard is it to even just bunt, bunt it down the third base line and you are slow as hell. You will still make it to first. So that was or my second or second for <laughs> yeah. that matter. Yeah. And that, that was always my take on it for like the last 10, 15 years once the shift became so dominant. But now it's gotten to the point like, OK, well, clearly they're not learning. So is this better in terms of maybe seeing a little bit more offense? I suppose I, I could make the case for me being OK with it. Um, but at the same time, I'm still disappointed. Like this was a perfect opportunity to show your skills and learn how to hit the opposite way, as opposed to just pulling it right to the second baseman who's out in right field and then throwing it to first. So I don't know. I go back and forth, but to be honest, at this point, I'm like, fine, throw that in there too. I, during the lockout, I just wanted baseball back. So I didn't really care what they changed. Um, and plus the Cubs suck anyway. So that's, that's where I'm at. (laughs) So I was one of the people that were like, I wanted, I wanted MLB back. Yes. But I knew I was getting baseball no matter what. Mm-hmm. And that was the difference between the casual fan and a diehard fan. Mm-hmm. Because a casual fan only watches MLB. Right. A diehard fan pays attention to all of it. Yes. So mm-hmm. I was, this was going to be my first year. I was like, if the lockout happens and it lasts for more than like a few months, like I'll be pissed. But. I have minor league I can watch. Yep. We were thinking yeah. the same thing. Other baseball still exists. We sure. we actually had on uh, the broadcaster for the Cubs high, low single A or high single A? Do you guys remember? Low. What, low, low A. Yeah. For the low A uh, Myrtle Beach Pelicans uh, that are affiliated with the Cubs because they have a lot of their really good prospects. And as a Cubs fan, that's all I have to root for right now is the, the potential prospects down the line. But, you know, we were all set. We're like, all right, you know, we thought this was going to drag out and then magically it kind of came back. But We've kind of been following from afar the Pelicans in particular because we've talked to them a few times. But I know they just had a combined no hitter, didn't they, Vinny? Yeah, I'm not mistaken. So, yep. but yeah, you're I, you're spot on, Brad, about having that minor league option. Um, and there's something to be said for just the I don't college ball the, too. Yeah, that too. I, I've uh, now that I'm subscribed to ESPN Plus for for my hockey needs, uh, getting a lot of those college <laughs> baseball games has been really great to watch because that's something in college softball for that matter too. Um, has been great to see just different types of baseball. Um, in addition to the to to the pros, because I mean, I watch the Cubs. It's more just as a uh, a punishment for myself at this point. So, but to- yeah, to- totally off subject. When the when COVID season happened, and we didn't have actual MLB, what did you guys do? 
What did I do? What did we do? What did anyone do? Right? Uh, a lot of a <laughs> lot more video games. Yeah, I was gonna played. say MLB the show comes to mind right <laughs> away. So a lot more video games. Um, I'll be honest, I, I've leaned more into the NBA over the last couple seasons. Uh and, than you. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm a diehard, I grew up playing ice hockey, so I've always hockey's always been my number one. So I've definitely re- relied heavier on that at times, but um yeah, I don't. And that was a season when the Cubs still had potential. You know, they had their their core, if you will. Um, so I was a little more disappointed, but I may do. Vinny, I don't. Do you remember what you were doing? I don't remember what you were doing. I have no idea. This podcast. Did we start this podcast? No, that was a year after. A no, year after. Twenty one. Twenty one. Not, so. not one of you said anything that I thought you would say. What's that? <laughs> Nobody watched the CBL. No. Oh, no. Right. No. No, we didn't. We did I not. will tell you what, man, watching that league, getting up at like five o'clock in the morning to watch some baseball. Yeah. <laughs> they had cheerleaders. They have like the player of the game awards where they mm-hmm. like do musical events and everything. Fantastic. Shit. So we missed out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't even watch like I watched zero on it. To tell I remember truth, watching so. like the first week of the, of the lockdowns, like ESPN had like marble races on it. And I remember getting into that for like a week, but uh, I not, I did not get into the overseas baseball that. league. Yes. I also, uh, also what I did was I went on YouTube and just started watching old games. Oh, that, nice. yeah, that, that we uh, did that. I, yeah, I did, did that a couple times for sure. That is a yeah. rabbit hole. I went deep into, I'm glad you brought that up, Brad. I found a couple people. They, they've got to be based out of Chicago. Cause they had like every Cubs game from like, 93 to like 2006 which is like my wheelhouse of one i had time to watch the cubs every day granted all the teams were awful besides 03 and 07 and 08 but uh yeah that and i got really deep into i think that was when the last dance came out too so i got that's what got me back into the bulls and the basketball and nba and stuff like that but yeah no i missed out on on the overseas leagues i kind of wish i had heard it was pretty wild so when when the lockout, um, not the lockout, yeah, the lockout basically, um, when it happened just now, um, this past year, this mm-hmm. offseason, mm-hmm. we were mm-hmm. we were covering the 2004 uh, ALDS, ALCS, World Series. Oh, okay. Then we went to 2007, and we stopped there. But <laughs> it was it was fun. Like I, so I ended up getting COVID during that time. So I sat home for a week, and I literally watched so much baseball. Mm-hmm. With no baseball going on, yeah, I watched yep. every single game from the uh, 2004 um, AL uh, ALDS, the ALCS, um, the Wild Card, not the Wild Card, the World Series. So, like, so much baseball. Mm. Wow. I, yeah, I, that, I had a. Go go ahead, go ahead. I was just gonna say that reminds me of the. That was like one of the first ESPN 30 for 30s was on that the the Red Sox comeback I believe from that 04 season wasn't it that was that's an that's another that's great a good uh, one too it's a great yeah. documentary too that so. ESPN Plus is actually pretty nice it's paying well, off not, not gonna lie they got with good the shit Hulu on there in Disney yeah. Plus uh, the bundle Hulu Disney are you listening I'm I'm that's waiting not for a bad bundle deal. yeah yeah what's up so oh, there you go Brad I wanted to take a a, a moment back right now i want to look at a time a couple years ago and we were we were talking about we were talking about this before the before we started recording um the red the red sox and white sox had a big transaction several several years ago and this guy ended up being on the uh mound for being on the mound for you when you won your last world series and that's chris sale 
Uh, give me your give me your review of that trade at the time it happened and where it stands uh, right now, acquiring uh, Chris Sale from the Chicago White Sox. Yeah, you're going to be very uh, surprised at my take at it right now. But uh, right. when it happened, mm-hmm. I was so fucking pumped. Love it. Like, we just got Chris Sale. Yeah. Like, are you kidding me? Like, <laughs> we gave up this this kid Kopik. We gave up Mankata. Whatever. Fuck them, you know? <laughs> we got Chris Sale. Yeah. And I was so pumped. I mean, like, the only thing I really knew about Chris Sale like he had that attitude where like he didn't like the jersey, he was gonna cut it up. Oh, which know? he did. <laughs> yeah. So I knew he was a good pitcher. I didn't know a lot about him when yeah. he's not. Yeah. But yeah, and that's what you want to perennial, perennial all-star for sure. He was our exactly. perennial all-star for so many years. Nasty slider. Um, and I was pumped. I was so pumped as the, the, the minute it was uh it, I think I actually got the notification on a phone on my phone. Yeah. Um, but, uh, I think it was around Christmas time too, if I'm not mistaken, or just after before it, I can't remember, but, um, I'll tell you another fan base that was pumped about that trade was the White Sox fan base, or at least me in general, because we finally realized that we were sucking, uh, and we were going to suck for a very long time. Our clubhouse chemistry was shit. We had, you know, kids in the clubhouse. We had whatever else going on. We had dudes losing their mind. And for whatever reason, I was done with Chris Sale. I was done with Chris Sale the year before because I just did not. I know he was it was the team wasn't winning. He was good. I'm just like, we this this is going nowhere right now. Gotta get finally something. Cut, cutting up. He's cutting up jerseys. I mean, yeah, the jerseys look like complete. You yeah, know, they were garbage. They look complete buffoons out there. Like anyone would come up to, but I mean, he was just he was just turning into a complete nut. I'm like, you know what? We're we're done with him. We're done with him. And like we're getting a, a haul in return. I have no idea who these guys are, but um, they're on the team for us now. We know Moncada's coming back. So, I mean, even at that time, we're like, good. We got some uh, decent, decent, a decent return from what hopes to be a decent return. I think Basabe was in that deal, too, who is back with us after we've, like, cut him three different times. He always finds his way back to the White Sox minor league system. So, um, so how are we feeling about Chris Sale uh, now? I know that he's hurt and everything, but kind of like his tenure as a uh, Red Sox. I mean, he was there when you when you guys won your last World Series. He was on the hill. So 2018, fantastic. Mm-hmm. What pisses me off is that extension. Uh, we had, yeah. I believe we had another year left on the contract before um, there was. What was that, um, a five-year something? I can't remember what extension they gave him. Uh, give me a quick. Five sorry. for something. I can't remember. I thought it was a five-year. Can't be for sure. Quick sec. Uh, five years, 145. 145, okay. So here, here's a fun fact. So uh, Chris Sale is a member of the Red Sox until 2025. Uh, he becomes a free agent at the end of 2025. Uh, he obviously has an opt-out after this year, which he's not going to, uh, he's not <laughs> going to do. He has a full no-trade clause uh, from 2020 to 2024. This is the part that pisses me off. He has $50 million deferred. Ooh, and it's really? not even the wow. fact that it's deferred. Remember the fact that I said that he becomes a free agent in 2025. Mm-hmm. So we do not start paying him his $50 million deferred money until 2035. So 
So we wait oh. a whole 10 fucking years to pay this dude his ten, his $50 million. Okay, that That's I did Bobby not Bobby Bonilla know. level stuff right there. Right? That is That does not touch Bobby. You can't touch Bobby. Bobby's no, no, it doesn't. Be, it doesn't. Bobby, we're, I believe we're actually still paying Manny Ramirez. Oh wow! I didn't oh, know you really? Either. Jeez! Wow. So what? What? What was that? Is that just uh Was that just to like keep? I mean, why? Why defer that all along? Just so you have those funds available in some contention window or something, or twenty thirty five? You think you'll be shit again or something? I'm, I'm going to tell you the guy's honest truth. That's a Dave Dombrowski thing. Yeah. Um, I don't know why we waited 10 years. Just get it up and out of the way now. Yeah. Like, I mean, like you could pay him $2 million this year, $2 million that year. Right. You know, why are we? Uh, I, yeah. So <laughs> we are still paying um, Manny Ramirez $2 million. Wow. $2 million uh, <laughs> annually just for. I think this is the last year. Oh, okay. But still, wow. That's oh, a that long was a time. I know he was yeah. still on the books. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, man. We're paying, I believe, if I'm reading this correctly, we're paying uh, David Price uh, $16 million. Okay. We're paying. Yeah. Wow. We're paying Manny Ramirez $2 million. Uh, we're paying Dustin Pedroia $2 million. <laughs> uh, and I think we are paying, if I'm reading this correctly, it looks like we're still paying Adam Adovino. Wow. Really? He's on the Mets now, isn't he? <laughs> Well, how are you still paying uh, Pedroia? Didn't he just uh, retire? Did he officially retire or is it just something he's a, I don't know. Pedroia. When did he retire? A couple years ago? Last year? Last year. Last year he did officially. Yeah. And Ellsbury came out while they were playing the Yankees in a Red Sox uniform. Right. Fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) That was my favorite signing by the Yankees. (laughs) Oh, Jacoby? which one was Jacobio's? Yeah, because he went straight to yeah. shit after. Yeah, he he did. yeah. Well, he he kind of he kind of hit the spotlight in that in the postseason, right? And then they gave him a they gave he made the team. They gave him a contract, and then so mm-hmm. he was excited. That guy had all sorts of talent, but stealing home on Andy Pettit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right. Exactly. Yeah, Jeez, let's exactly. go. <laughs> <laughs> You have anything else on this series, Vinny? What did what did what did we miss on this upcoming Red Sox White Sox series? <laughs> I think I think we covered it all. Um, yeah, I mean the the White Sox, depending on what they do with Keiko, they could move Cease up. Um, Please today, do today too, <laughs> and then the uh, Red Sox would end up facing Michael Kopech. It'd be a revenge game for him. Um, so okay, might Kopech as well do in it, there. Right? <laughs> does he still have that fucking stupid bun? Hell yeah, yeah. he's yes, he man, does. he's man bunning long beard. I hope someone shaves that thing off. I don't know <laughs> what he's doing with that. Well, he's always been a long hair guy. He's just he's no, just he bunning it his, up right he, now. He cut his hair, didn't he? After the COVID year or when he came well, it's back? Still, oh, he's still got the bun though. He's still he? got the bun. Yeah, I does saw he? it yesterday. Okay. Oh, I was I saw it. it was up there in full yesterday. Yeah. Okay, you see Michael Cook. That guy has a huge ass. Like that guy's lower that guy's lower half is okay. just fucking massive. Sorry to throw that one at you, but I was like He's got a nice damn. bum. Yeah, I was like, damn, that fucking thing is a tank. So that's probably where the velocity comes from. Is there any longevity in that ass for the love of God? Jesus. Only four innings uh worth of pitching in that ass, I guess. But well he, he um, got a late start. He was sick. Uh, he had COVID uh got uh, uh, late January. Uh, got a yeah. late start. Or maybe he got the, sick. 
He did. Yeah. Yep. He got he got a late start. I think he only Tony pitched the uh, last week of spring training. He got in there. So yeah, he's kind of still in spring training mode. So uh, that's why he's only pitching. I'm done short waiting innings. for that bullshit. Throw more in. I will. Uh, I, I will say something uh, that you guys would probably like. Um, Matt Barnes sucks. So if he gets brought into the game, you guys know that uh, we threw in the towel. Um, <laughs> well, I'll give I'll, I'll throw you one better. If you see Aaron Bummer on the mound, it is time to hit the ball to try and hit the ball a very long way because chances are he'll miss with that sinker high in the zone. And that is just meat right up there. That is cake for you we, to take over the monster. So one of my co-hosts, uh, Ryan Brady, um, he absolutely fucking hates Matt Barnes. <laughs> um, and the reason for it is his father passed away. And mm-hmm. when his father passed away, he had tickets to this game. It was a, it was a Red Sox, White Sox game. Yeah. And um, it was the, the game after his father passed away, he went to it with his father's friends and the Red Sox were winning. Uh, they were losing. Then they came back. They were winning. Matt Barnes comes out. He's facing Jose Abreu. Mm. Fucking dinger. <laughs> Blows the fucking game. And I've never met somebody who hated a player that plays on his team more than Ryan Brady hates Matt Barnes. <laughs> we got to get That's Ryan awesome. on to talk about that experience again. I'm always, I'm always love when uh, there's genuine hate and disdain for a player on the team you root for. I always find that very interesting. So <laughs> <laughs> Matt Barnes. Okay. I'll be looking for that. Once he takes the hill, I'm going to think of this conversation be like, don't stop now, boys. You know, that sort of thing. I mean, we, we've got Barnes. Uh, he's got the second worst ERA on the team. He's like next to, close to a nine. Uh, Carter Crawford, who's over nine right now. Um, we've got Jake Diekman, who doesn't know where the ball's going when he's Was that the dude it. from San Diego? Is he the dude uh, with the long hair? Or is that, no, that is Matt of? Strom. Strom, there it is. Okay. Strom is a greasy hippie. Yeah. <laughs> i remember we talked we talked about him on our free on our free agent episode i'm like this dude's going to boston i mean they're not gonna like that that look over there i don't think so oh, are you joking man we love the greasy look like, oh you do like the more, true. The more right. like stupid hair you have the look more at johnny like damon it. yeah and nobody's thought, ever gonna nobody's was, ever gonna i was like they, they were they i mean are they are we it's still big on Johnny Damon over there. I mean, he kind of revolutionized that uh, the the homeless guy look going on I, in baseball. I, I don't know, Johnny Damon kind of. I think we still have a lot of people that are fans of Johnny Damon because of the yeah. 2004 World Series and the 2004 season. But the minute he left to go play for the Yankees, that's where a lot of people started hating yeah. him. Sure, yeah. that makes sense. Well, he could that look like sense. a completely different guy when he had to cut all his shit off. So, yeah, <laughs> like yeah it didn't even didn't even feel like. Feel Can we talk about like how player. stupid that fucking rule is? <laughs> I'm done with it, man. Yes, yes. fuck that shit. So, yes. fuck that shit, I, man. I, I just want to put this into perspective. So, if a player gets traded, you know, like. Uh, I believe Andrew McCutcheon got traded from, I, I forgot where he got traded. Was it the Pirates? He didn't get traded from the Pirates, right? Yeah. So he got, uh, was well, he, w- he went Pirates to Phillies or no, he, he was on the Yank, the Yankees. And then, uh, oh, wait, am I, what, what was he doing? Where's he now? The Brewers. <laughs> yeah. He's with the yeah. Brewers now. So it was. Hold on here. I got you. Uh, he went Pirates, Giants, 
Yankees. Yankees, Phil. Yeah. Then so he got traded. So so he gets traded from the Giants to the Yankees, and he has to shave his fucking dreads off. Yeah. Yeah. And that has nothing to like. I would be like, no, fuck you. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. yeah. You really I want know. me to play for you? Yeah. Yeah, that's no, why Brian you. Brian Wilson didn't didn't uh, go to the uh, that guy's fucking. I yeah, he that. did. I do too. Yeah, the whole fear of the beard thing. He yep. he actually came out and said, "Fuck the Yankees, I'm not shaving my shit." So, yep. um, yeah, and then uh, yeah, do they still allow the mustache? I mean, I mean, yes. could Dylan cease could Dylan cease be a Yankee with the mustache because that's like above the lip or anything like that? Isn't that isn't like Have the Steinbrenner? Have you seen Nestor Cortez? Yeah, he's he's, <laughs> okay, he's yeah. the guy that he's the guy that you know that pissed off that umpire last year. You recall the box on him, right? I think uh, I think John Boy did a breakdown on that or something like Pro- that. But yeah, he's got the big he's got the big black mustache or something like that. It, he made he made a fucking play like last week that yeah. was insane for a pitcher to do. So Rizzo uh, had to back up from first base. He was like towards the grass, you know, outfield grass. He gets the ball. He goes to throw it to Cortez. Cortez catches it with his right. He's a lefty. So he catches it with his right hand and he dives at first base. (laughs) Did you guys see that? I did not see that. I've got to check that out. Yeah. Like that's, that's a Yankee. I'm a Red Sox fan. And I'm like, holy shit. That was a fucking play. Respect. (laughs) Nice. That's I gotta check that one out. But yeah, he comes he to got mind, but dirty as fuck too. He was like, oh, did he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But yeah, no, getting back to the whole Yankees facial hair thing. I think that's yeah, I think that's trap. I mean, that's their thing or whatever. I mean, more reason to fucking hate the Yankees as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, let them let them do their shit. I mean, they already have their fans being complete dickheads and everything. So yeah, let them let them let yeah, them keep yeah, going. So fuck yeah, fuck all of you. So <laughs> shout out to our yankees fans friends of baseball whenever we do have a couple friends out there you know who you are but we know we fuck love you. you but fuck <laughs> you anyway so <laughs> follow me at pesky report pesky fuck he's you. the pesky go. report yep. you know go give him go give him shit go give us shit we love it so uh brad you got anything else on this series what are you thinking red sox take two out of three white sox take two i'm going white sox take two out of three so i'm gonna go with white sox take two out of three Okay. Wow. Right, we'll see where I think goes. so. So I have I have a reason for this too. Mm-hmm. The Red Sox have a trend going on. They win the first one and then okay. they lose the next two. All right. Well, so I'm going with we're gonna win the first one and we're gonna lose the next two. I would like a sweep. Yeah. But okay. this offense has been so ass. <laughs> I don't think that's possible. We I'll couldn't sweep. We couldn't even sweep the fucking Orioles. Ooh, <sighs> come on, guys. <laughs> yeah, I was going to agree with you. I, was, I, I thought what you said originally. I think the White Sox were going to drop the first one to Evaldi. To Evaldi, just make them, you know, look like deer in headlights up there, and then win the next two. That was my prediction, at least. But I guess we'll see. We'll be watching. Um, anything else? On I'm going to shit talk you guys if we win. Just oh, of course, of course, go ahead, of course. I, I encourage yeah. you to shit talk them. Please do. <laughs> I'll, I'll be like, gonna, I'll be like what do you expect? You My team too. sucks. Thank you. <laughs> I'll be like, what do you expect? My team sucks. So, I mean, <laughs> of course. Like, I, like I said before, it could be worse than the Reds. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. That's, that's very true. Uh, that's very true. So, we got the Bengals out there. They, they were in the Super Bowls. I don't, I don't know fuck, who that is. Fuck, fuck them. So, <laughs> <laughs> what, what, 
what what is that an animal <laughs> I, yeah i guess i don't know who gives a shit so <laughs> is that foosball is that that is that's that, what I it heard, is i heard foosball's the devil <laughs> <laughs> nice uh he's the pesky report anything else to add before we let you go here brad we appreciate uh, you coming on uh no i mean like you guys can only follow you can follow us on all social media platforms you can find us at pesky report instagram uh facebook and twitter we have a tiktok i've been trying to get a little more done on tiktok it's a little boring but uh i don't do shit <laughs> i don't say anything i just post videos like the Red Sox striking out or the Red Sox at homers or something like that. The Red but, uh, Sox nice. doing something. So yeah. Sox stuffs. All right. Let me ask you about the pesky report. Was it John pesky? Is that Mr. Red Sox? Am I understanding? I don't know my Red Sox history. Am I right or wrong on this? I know you have the pesky <laughs> polls. Was that named after him? Where, where am I at with this? Yeah. So Johnny pesky, um, he was a member of the Red Sox. Um, he was nicknamed the needle and Mr. Red Sox. Okay. Um, he ended up, uh, as a player manager. Um, I don't remember why they called it pesky pool. I think it's, you know, he was lefty. So I'm assuming it had to do with the fact that he wrapped it around the pole. Yeah. That would make okay. sense, right? Yeah, that's a very, <laughs> that's a very, that's a one of a kind corner in the M- in the MLB stadium. So it, it works for us sometimes, and it definitely yeah. works against us. Um, yeah. So, but yeah, he's a beloved, uh, he's a beloved um, ex player, um, legend. I've I forgot how many home runs he had. He only had seventeen home runs. Wow, His career seventeen home runs, but he had a career three hundred seven. Uh, batting average. Oh, there you go. He's Nick Madrigal. Or that <laughs> will be Nick Madrigal uh, minus the batting average. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. He's and not, probably less yeah. home runs. So. <laughs> uh, uh, Brad, right. thanks again. Thanks again for coming on, man. Any closing I, thoughts? I, I do have to say, guys, I am so sorry for screwing this whole thing. No, up. don't worry about don't it. Worry about I, it. I, I think we I had just, good conversation, so I think I was, we're good. I was like. Dude, I totally like didn't read this correctly. Don't worry about it, and we'll be yeah. we'll be ready. Red, to come. Red, you're a Red Sox fan, we get it. So we'll be. Every every fucking strikeout that happens that I'm behind my damn computer, yeah. I'm gonna post it, and then I'm gonna <laughs> tag your ass in it too. You can Perfect. tag me on it. We'll see how many of them happen. So I hope it's like thirty. Let's <laughs> got let's see got Leori. Then you know. I'll just have to agree with you. So <laughs> like, yeah, he strikes out. What the fuck you want me to do? So <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll be ready. Uh, we'll be ready in I think it's June is when the Cubs and Red Sox are getting together. So I think we're we're gonna come on by you next next uh next time we get together. Does that sound right, Brad? Let me double check our conversation before I say yes or no. <laughs> because for some check reason I just yeah. Uh all good. Do we have the Spanish free song? There we go. Yeah, June, June. Okay. All right. Well, I'll be, I'll be ready. I'll bring my A game. Are we having? Are we going to have all, all of you on, or are we going to just have Justin on because he's the Cubby guy? I got Cubs. Well, we'll see where the Cubs are. Hopefully, I'll have backup because it's going to be bad by by June. The Cubs are going to be. I might just have Red Sox thoughts. So (laughs) we we could, we could do it earlier. (laughs) <laughs> oh no! Let let's you know we got to pace ourselves. The Cubs the Cubs season. Uh, well, <laughs> no. 
All in uh, good time. All in good time. Well, since this is whatever, go ahead and close this out, Justin. All right. Well, again, uh, be sure to check out the Pesky Report. If you are looking for us, you can find us on YouTube. Uh, search baseball and whatever. We are up to 95 subscribers. Only five more. And then we get that custom URL. We're getting there. Follow us on Twitter. <laughs> close. At, at baseball and what? We have hit the 620 mark. We still got a long way to go to catch up to uh, Brad and the Pesky Report, though. I think you guys are almost close to 6,000 followers on Twitter now, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook, Facebook.com. Not that we're slash, jealous. No, not at all. <laughs> Facebook.com slash baseball, whatever. Instagram at baseball and whatever. Email us Other at fans. baseball, whatever at gmail.com <laughs> or our belly up email, uh, baseball, whatever podcast at bellyupsports.com. And that is it. There we go. Thank you very much. All right, gentlemen, great, great talking to you. And we will see you next time. Make sure you check out the Pesky Report. Stay tuned for this series. This has been baseball and whatever. Brad. From the Pesky Report, Justin, Vinny, and Greg, we will see you guys later. Take care, everyone. See you guys.